Before we get started, I would like to give a special thanks to each staff member that made this podcast possible. Nova, our outreach manager. Hydra, our writer. Frostbro, our editor and administrator. Curve, our standby editor. Cody Cat, our voiceover specialist. Arare, our audio engineer. Albatross, our graphic designer. Vex, our guest relationship manager. And last but not least, our project manager and show host, Top Bug. Welcome to the first episode of the Wings of Fire podcast, Tower of the Outclaws. It's a series where we invite a couple of guests to appear on the show to talk about a different book in the Wings of Fire series, created by 2ET Sutherland and published by Scholastic. I'm your show host, Atop Bug, and here are the guests we have for today. Hi, uh, I'm B. Uh, I, I also go by A. I do some art and stuff, and I've been reading Wings of Fire for a few years now. Uh, hi, my name is Bomier, but you can also call me Bomb, and I also do art and a little bit of writing when I need, when I want to. Alright, hello, I'm Khan, and I'm an artist, <laughs> and uh, I've been reading Wings of Fire since 2014. Uh, hey, I'm V, I use they them pronouns, I'm fairly recent to the Wings of Fire community, only like a year or so, and I art sometimes. Yeah. I'm glad we all got that cleared up. And before we get started, I would like to begin the discussion about Wings of Fire as a whole. And what does it mean to like each of you guys? Like, how did you guys like get into the series personally? Um. Yeah, you can go first, B. All right. Thank you. I was I think I was in primary school, and I had, like just been reading Warriors for like a long time. And my friend was like, "Oh, um, you should read this book." Like, I met her that year, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't really think I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, and then I read it and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And like instantly just got like completely absorbed into it. And then I immediately dropped all other series for this book. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Um, so how I got into it, uh, a friend showed me the comic book in uh, grade four. And then I immediately fell in love and I only started to actually read the chapter books, uh, I think a few months later. And then I just uh, read all of them in like a month span. <laughs> Alright. Um, so funny thing, I was reading this series called, like, Dragon Keepers or something, and I was really into this book called, like, Dragon in the Sock Drawer, and my grandma, she found, like, a dragon book, which was apparently book one of Wings of Fire, and I just fell in love from there. I mean, I was in fourth grade, and then (laughs) here I am, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it seems like everyone here, like, got into, like, around grade school and something like that me i was a little bit tardy to the party <laughs> i first came into contact with the wings of fire when i volunteered at a local library a couple of years ago i was putting books back into the shelves when one of the covers caught my eye and that one was the legends Darkstalker book which ended up becoming my favorite book oh. funny enough and i also saw a promo for darkness of dragons outside earlier in the hallway as well all and right i decided to pick it up and uh, the rest was history from that wow point. that's recent <laughs> yeah it was like five years ago i think all right so but i'm still just as enthusiastic i like for me it was like just like a random thing at night like i was like i got bored because i can't sleep well 
and I just saw the book in the corner. I was like, hey, it was book six. And I was just like, huh, maybe I should actually read this for once. And I loved it. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting how we got like different people from different histories with the series. <laughs> like it's a, it's a book series I like. And the reason why I created this podcast in the first place is because I wanted to give other people a chance to talk about the series more along with myself and bring up any other news that may come along just to keep it up and running mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. So I think that's part's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I will say right now for quick warning, like this episode will contain spoilers for Wings of Fire, but it's only for the first book. So we're not going to be talking about anything that comes after the Dragon and Prophecy. So we're just going to keep the discussion to book one only. All right. Does that sound good to everyone else? Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yep. With that being said, we can probably dive in right now to the first book, The Dragon of Prophecy, which released July 1st, 2012, which is, at the time of this publishing, it'll be 10 years ago from today, which is pretty impressive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. anniversary. That's crazy. It's pretty crazy how we got nearly 30 books in the span of, like, 10 years. Like, I'm thinking, man, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's been quoting with, like, all this, mm-hmm. all the spinoffs in the graphic novels. Oh, my gosh. I, I think it's pretty crazy, like, how uh, how this is able to get so many people here to just come together for one series. I find that pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got my book here, and I guess I'll, I could start by giving a quick summary by reading the back cover. <laughs> uh, back cover time, because I'm cool. All right. The Dragonets are coming to save the day. Clay has lived his whole life under the mountain. The Budwing Dragonet knows that the war is raging between the dragon tribes and the world outside, a war that he and his four other dragonets have are destined to end. According to the mysterious prophecy they have been taught, the five chosen dragonets were stolen from their homes while they were still in their eggs and hidden away for years, all to fulfill the prophecy. But not every dragonet wants a destiny, and when danger threatens one of their own, Clay and his friends may choose freedom over fate, leave the mountain, and set the dragon world on a course that no one could have predicted. So, what do you guys think of, like, your your general thoughts of reading this book? Uh, who should go first? <laughs> I mean, I, I can start since Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah like, re- yeah. I, the, I first read this book about, I'd say, five years ago. And, I like, it took me a while to, like get into it because i was busy with other things and when i come back to reread this book and i'm just i'm just thinking man there was a lot more graphic detail than i remembered because like i there was like a couple scenes later which is like where two goes into vivid detail and like some violence and i'm just thinking man this is crazy but overall i thought this was a very good introduction to like the world of like what kind of story we're being set up mm-hmm. for uh, I guess I'll I guess I'll just go next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, don't, don't worry. Um, yeah. So the, my general idea of the book, it's it's a it's, I think it's a good starter to start off uh, Howling the Fire. Um, I think I think it was a good starting book for it. It explains um, explains the five dragonets, uh, not super in depth, but it does explain Clay in depth. And I think Clay was the uh, good character to start with it. Uh, the storyline is pretty good, and the villain is great. That's in my opinion, though. Yeah. B, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, so I think the entire like starting bit, you, yeah, kind of what Bomb said, it's you get the characters describes you really well. Like you get to see kind of their values at like the very start and you get to see the type of characters they are. And Clay was like a very good like perspective to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. 
I could say the same. I really enjoyed that they just, Tui just jumped right in. I mean, there was not too much of an introduction. It was just right there. It just starts with all this sort of drama and violence, and it, it really catches <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they really get into it, like, going all in in, like, the first few chapters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, like, it's a really good introdu- introduction to the series, like, it, like, helps, like, build onto the world and, like, starts off with, like, Clay. Like, he's a sweetheart. I think it's good to start. I think he was a good starting character. Mm-hmm. And, like Khan said, yeah, just, like, jump straight into the ab- action. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just jumps straight yeah, to, kinda... like, immediate violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Quite, yeah, that's it quite jumps the, into prison to violence. Yeah. I say that the beginning of a story is like one of the most important. Yeah. So. Yeah, I read this. Was like, oh my goodness. No, no. no. It goes from goes from prison to violence to prison to more violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty, pretty much every book. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. The, the summary of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. I got like. Let's start with like the the dragon and prophecy itself, right? All right. Should mm-hmm. we do uh, Should right. we do like the hey, prologue hey, first? Uh, yeah, I was gonna read like the the actual prophecy. Oh yeah, yeah, go, ahead. Oh, go for it. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, here's here's the dragonet prophecy. When the war has lasted twenty years, the dragonets will come. When the land is soaked in blood and tears, the dragonets will come. Find the sea wing egg of deepest blue. Wings of night shall come to you. The largest egg in mountain high will give to you the wings of sky. For wings of earth, search through the mud for an egg the color of dragon blood. And hidden alone from the rival queens, the sandwing egg awaits unseen. Of three queens who blister and blaze and burn, two shall die and one shall learn. If she bows to a fate that is stronger and higher, she'll have the power of wings of fire. Five eggs to hatch in the brightest night, five dragons born to end the fight. Darkness will rise to bring the light. The dragonets are coming. Yeah. That's that's the OG prophecy. Anyone else have that memorized or is that just me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah I, i've memorized literally every single i was about prophecy. to ask <laughs> no, i was about to ask like not even All looking right. at the book i could probably recite it word for word yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I that's when the, you know you're the, probably the too deep center. into a fandom well it's the one that sticks with you it's what yeah, you're introduced it, it, it's to it's the og you know yeah i mean i can hardly remember these new prophecies but like this this right here, this is where it all started, and I'll never forget it, you know? It just nailed to your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always gotta remember the, the roots. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember, like, algebra formulas, but you remember the prophecies. Exactly! Yeah, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Me memorizing... Two plus two? No, 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 no that's a prophecy. memorize fictional prophecies mm-hmm. over... Yeah, math. But... Alright, so are we gonna right. talk about the uh, prologue? Yeah, we'll probably just dive into the prologue. Yeah, I got like a little summary. Right, go, go for it. Alright, here we go. Six years ago, an Icewing inhibitor was caught trying to take an egg from the Sky Kingdom by burn of the Sandwings, and two of her soldiers who were informed of Hivitur's infiltration by Queen Scarlet of the Skywings. Burn basically captures the both of them, and she throws the Skywing egg off the cliff they're on, and then proceeds to rip Hivitur's wing and use her tail barb against his skull. Again, so we're already having violence. quite the tone. We're going to immediate violence in, like, no care in the world that someone just, t- no, two someone's just, just died. Yeah. <laughs> destroy an egg and then rip the wings off a dragon yep. and then stab them in the skull. That's, that's how you know that's a good book series. That's how you know it's a good book series. Yeah, that's 
That's how you start a series. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's ages nine to twelve. Yeah, they could probably they could probably handle this, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. That, that, All right. Is fine. Just a little uh, can bit I of go violence. first? Like some observations and like yeah. analysis. Okay. So, uh, yeah, sure. So you know how when Hivichir, I can't say his name. I'm so sorry. If I'm saying it wrong. I just don't know how. So um, <laughs> I probably messed it up too. I'll probably put like a just yeah, public the same right. I do not know how to say any names correctly. I'm just gonna say that right <laughs> so like don't quote me on it. Don't quote me on it. Okay. All right. All um, right. <laughs> so you know how like a Skywing, Skywing guard like shoves a um like a flaming hot um muzzle thing on yeah. um Fajord so he can't yeah. Yeah. oh my god I'm just saying Fajord uh <laughs> on Hitcher so he like he doesn't come until later <laughs> okay okay <laughs> no so um at for, like where do those rocks come from cuz like I wouldn't say yeah. they'd always rocks. be there like why why is there like a bunch of flaming rocks on like a random cliff I don't know. And I'm just wondering like, like a fire cuz he just like it's grabbed like a fire it from muzzle there. just like, in the middle guard? of the mountains like this time when you're just like were there grabbed fiery it from rocks? there. Yeah, it was like a fiery like embers or something like that. Yeah, I meant he just like grabbed it, and I was like, where them. did it come from? Yeah, maybe they sold oh, it. Oh yeah, it, it, it just it some portable right fire in the middle of the mountains. Yeah, just portable. It's, <laughs> it's portable, right? What's it say? I found the paragraph. One of the soldiers grabbed a chain from a pile of smoldering coals. He threw it around the ice dragon's snout, clamping his jaws together with a sizzling smell of burning. Yeah, skin. didn't they yeah. just find him? So too? yeah, portable fire. Yeah, like how did you just bring it? I, 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 um, Maybe they have like a little. They have visions. They have like a little set, like a little pouch of like burning you know, rocks. I guess. Yeah, sure, that works, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Unless yeah. they pinpointed the exact mountain they would find or, him on, then I would like to think that they brought or the like, pouch okay, of like uh, burning rocks. I would understand if it's like it was like a skywing outpost because I'd say like there would be fire, oh. like rocks, there, you know. Oh, but I don't think yeah. it ever said that, did yeah. it? Uh, no. Yeah. And they mentioned like the the burning rocks later. And then the um, like, I'm looking at event discussion right now. Lucy Lemon says uh, just grab some rocks and the guards set them on fire. Um, but there was like no indication of that. Like uh, it never said guards set them on fire. It was just a bol- burning, <laughs> smoldering rocks like sitting there. It's like how did you know yeah. they were gonna be there? I think yeah. maybe they like somehow mm-hmm. saw him flying. They're like, "Oh, but be prepared!" And then they just like, gotta be prepared, guys. Bring smoldering yeah. rocks in like a sack or something. Like, how do you hold that? Yeah, how does that? <laughs> oh, hot, hot, hot! <laughs> yeah. Like flying there. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're they're just too cool and they have oh. to kill him. Right? <laughs> I, think he, I think the ice you know, too cool. No, so I always interpreted mm-hmm. it as like. Iron will burn the scales of a dragon, right? That's what I interpreted oh. it, it as. Like that's what yeah. I thought at first. But now that you mentioned that, yeah, they did have coals, and I never, I never caught that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Connie. C- uh, well, I just called you Connie. I'm so sorry. You can call me Connie. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, it's all right. We're we're all good. <laughs> we're all chill, guys. We're all chill. <laughs> so, um, so that that you're you're um. Your theory is kind of debunked because didn't like they have iron and like uh, unflammable uh, yeah. wing clampers and like things like they hold yeah, on. They did. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't. I don't. I forgot the word for. It, but like on the Skyway prisons. <laughs> the bindings. Yeah. I don't yeah, know where I right. got that from, but I always thought of it like that in that scene, and then never thought about it again. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Anyway. <laughs> it was pretty wild. But yeah, so basically after that's done, like now we're introduced like to the remaining three guardians, um, a Seawing named Webbs, a Skywing Kestrel, and then the Sandwing Dune. 
And then yeah, because we also learned that uh, the mudwing Asha died from trying to carry the the bloodwing egg to the, the yeah. Island. And the basically, Kestra was ready to yeah. give up on the the prophecy Rest in until peace, Wedge Asha. decided. <laughs> and, and then just yeah. and then we just forget about Hibichu that yes. just got thrown off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just immediately forget yeah. about that. Oh, oh, so, uh, sorry, Honestly, I probably shouldn't like yeah. cut in right here about uh, still about the prologue. But um, I was confused because you know how it's in the book like you could hear like Fajord like his um body like. Like um, hit the bottom of the cliff thing. Oh, you mean like uh, the echo of it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. how did you not hear the egg shatter? What? Like you know how the egg what? was thrown off the cliff? Yeah. So how did you not yeah. hear that? But you heard Fajord's body. Oh my god, I keep saying. Yeah, Fajord. wouldn't it be like ah, Fajord's body just being yeeted <laughs> off a cliff? Yeah, Maybe I it would be like. Hmm. Maybe it might have been shattered, right? Yeah, yeah. It might have been due to repetition, maybe, but it just or depends. I, I, might we, I just really don't know. know. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Right, yeah. yeah. All right, on to the actual book. I'm just sticking to that part because I had so many notes from that part. No, it's perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. We gotta make sure we got all the details. Mm -hmm. uh, are we gonna do, like, uh, character analysis at the end, like, seeing, like, Every character. We'll probably we'll probably do those of like once I'm done giving like the summaries for each of the okay. parts just to make our jobs yeah, easier. Because All like right. I had like uh, notes written for like every single chapter along with like <laughs> points, but if we were to read through all of those, then we'd probably be here all day. Yeah, you know, like everyone else. yeah, it'll be fine. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, let's let me finish reading the, yeah, the prologue. So yeah. Yeah, Webb's, like, doesn't want to give up on the process prophecy, even though the Skywing Egg is dead, so he decides to go to the Rainforest Kingdom to bring in Glory's Egg to help make the prophecy come true, no matter the cost. Yeah. All right. Okay. And that basically concludes the prologue, so, yeah, this is literally, like, the only time we have learned to so, submit because... Yeah, with uh, the... So are we going like, to do character analysis now, like, of the prologue of what we've seen? Of the prologue? Yeah, we could. Yeah, I, I just have a like, bunch of notes on it, and I just didn't want them to go to waste. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, should I just go first since I kind of brought it up? Sure, okay. go ahead. So, uh, Fajor, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> Fajor, I, I can't the name. he he uh, the way he talks, he just seems like he like legitimately like, cares and believes in the prophecy, unlike all the other guardians, which kind of like we just gotta raise the children and like get them out of the house when we're done. Uh, but the way he talks, he just legitimately seems like he doesn't believe in it and he wants the best for the yeah. for the for the the war. And then, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. And then to burn. So, uh, immediate right off the bat, so merciless and just does not care. Like, she, uh, she does not care about the prophecy, nothing, like, at all. It's Literally, all, like, no care. Not even for, like, a baby dragon Yeah, um, and then, so, after that, she kind of just, like, yeet, like, kills Fajor. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Inventor, <laughs> can I, care? let me give you, like, a little speech. Yeah, I need to, you know, guys, I swear. <laughs> I'm gonna get on like my webcam. Like I need to look at that. Okay. Yeah. So Hibichir, he she just kills like immediate, like no mercy. She wants it to go her way, and she, yeah. she'll do anything to make it that way. You can kill like a dragonette. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably sensible since each of the queens are probably paranoid because it literally said that like two of them would yeah, die. Yeah, I swear. Like <laughs> when we get to Fajor, I'm just gonna like to only saying Hibichir at that point. I swear. I'm calling. <laughs> <you now. laughs> <laughs> no, we'll probably give you like a little reminder to to make sure not to do that. <laughs> Don't talk about the other but, one. 
I do agree that Hivitor was probably, from what we've seen, like, he was probably one of the more idealistic when it comes to <laughs> believing in the prophecy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trying to make sure that it would come true. But he was unfortunate. Yeah. And, and, and uh, Kestrel and Webbs, you guys can help me on this, but Kestrel, like, immediately off the bat, um, does not care. She just kind of wants it. She's just trying to following what someone said. And then Webbs, he seems like he cares a little bit more. Like, not I don't think as much as Vitcher he cared. But he still wanted to, like, not kill, like, just not give up on everything. Yeah. yeah. I feel like with Kestrel, yeah, like Webbs. Though... Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Okay, okay. Uh, like, Webbs, he, like, o- he, like, obviously, like, more than Kestrel, but, like, a little, like, a little less than, I can't say his name, <laughs> Kavitar? Kavitar? Um, yeah, I don't think anyone could say his yeah. name. That's like the Hibitur, biggest mystery Hibitur, of the series. Hibitur. That's Hibitur? probably why the name was chosen. Yeah, just so like know, he yeah. dies like, first. No one has to remember him. Just for the make rest the, of the audience series. forget about the characters, so we couldn't see epic character growth. Okay, <laughs> just make just, just like throw him off. Yeah, the he's gonna he's gonna stay there for a while. You know, save the better names for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think too. He confirmed that in an interview once. Actually, like he prefers to save like the best names for later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, I'm like looking at. Uh, this is totally random. I'm looking at event discussion, and then bucket of grain just said Fedora's cool, too cool to live. I'm like, oh, you made the ice wing joke. I get it. It's it made me laugh. I right did now. a little giggle at it. <laughs> Fedora's too cool to live. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, sorry. Back to the actual we're thing. We're like, um, we're, we're still in the prologue, and we are already messing up. Wait, my bad, guys. It's all on me to be honest. I'm gonna try to use it's Google fine. to see how to like, say his name. Vitcher, please give me an answer. <laughs> I mean, the series does have plenty of characters to keep track Quibbly. of, so I understand like the mix-up. Keebly. It's Keebly. We'll go into that for another episode. Yes. Let's let's move on. <laughs> now, now I have to pull up my notes again. Okay. All right. Here, here. All right. Here we go. Act one. Well, what was the title? I gotta look at my. Uh, under the mountain. I probably should have been more. Under the mountain. mountain. Yes, yeah. thank you. I probably should have been more. Prepared. <laughs> I, I, I You're good. Prepared, You're more prepared than I am. No, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the plot. All right, under the mountain, we see like six years after the prologue. Basically, the five dragons of destiny have grown up together. We got uh, Clay the Mudwing, Tsunami the Sea Wing, Glory the Rainwing, Starflight the Nightwing, and Sunny the Sandwing, and they've basically been raised by each of the guardians, Castro, Webbs, and Dune, for six years, and they were told not to let them leave under any circumstances until they turn eight years old. And then we learn about the how the war started, mm-hmm. which is basically Queen Oasis of the Sandwings was killed by a scavenger a long time ago, and then it, it's like tradition in this universe. Like, if you are, like, a descendant of, like, the queen, and you challenge her and to kill her and defeat her, then you're basically uh, well, the it's now, only daughters she was, yeah. that can challenge Older daughters, sisters, yes. first room, yeah. cousins, yeah, like... Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Did you say anything, B? Um. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so, I think... I'm not really sure what notes to have. Can we circle it back around to me at the end? Uh, hmm? uh yeah, sure, I guess. Is that, is that fine with you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so I was gonna make a joke with like you said they were raised Perfect by the uh, by the guardians. I was gonna say like, oh, yeah, let's left them. I was gonna make a joke <laughs> there, um, but I didn't think it was a good time to make that joke, so I didn't. <laughs> hmm. 
And we should probably like take turns of like describing a character at a yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why this is a learning process. Yes. So. I mean, it's the first one. Here. It'll only get better from here. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it will. I don't know. Hey, hey. Positivity. <laughs> we'll we're going to do this, guys. We're going to do great. Yes, positivity. <laughs> that what you want? Yelling into the microphone like some Minecraft YouTuber? Mm. <laughs> you sure you want that? <laughs> okay, sorry. Rest of the rest of the part one. Right. What was I talking? Oh yeah, how the the Sandwich Succession War started. So after Oasis was killed, her surviving daughters, Burn, Blister, and Blaze, like have been in a war for the past eighteen years to decide who's gonna uh, take the throne. And uh, I guess like the three of you can like take a turn to like decide like how to describe like each sister in like a few sentences uh yeah um mm -hmm. i've already gone first a lot so i'm gonna just give that opportunity to someone else so first of I... all like i like like the way oh if you want to go you could no 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 you can yeah. okay i first of all i um i just like like um how tui instead of like making like a separate part for like introducing how the war started she just like made like the dragonettes like the main characters in like this book mm -hmm. just explain it themselves i just like how it was like separated instead of like it wasn't separated it was like part of the actual storyline yeah and not just like some random block of text just explaining what happened yeah I, I... yeah because like each of them acted and out. i thought it was adorable it was adorable how they acted it out yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, and it gives you more of their personality. We yeah, have... it definitely does that. Yeah, and we have our little queen starflight. <laughs> you mean, you mean yeah. princess, princess starflight? Princess starflight. <laughs> that makes princess it even starflight. better, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, starflight, my favorite Wings of Fire princess. Yeah, and then we have, like, Clay, but he has a... He, Clay, but on two legs. Yeah, yeah a little gremlin... Little, little, little gremlin, gremlin guy, oh, yeah. Little man. Little man. <laughs> I love that scene so much. I forgot I know, about it's it just too, so, until it's I so cute. It. Yeah. yeah. It shows their personality too. Like Starflight's like, oh, one of them was like, oh, I don't want to be princess again, and the other was like, do it, and then I yeah, so not be like, you better be the princess, and then <laughs> <laughs> like typical siblings. Yeah. Yeah, sibling rivalries. Yeah, because it, it, it shows her yeah. like like yeah. their relationship isn't exactly like like incredibly great. It has it has some flaws in it, but it, it's still a good relationship nonetheless. Well, yeah, it's like siblings like tend to like bicker and argue, so it's yeah, like, it's yeah. Really natural for them to do that because they were like like uh, stay like that for like what seven years, six years. Yeah, six years. It was six. It was six right, years. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Um. Uh, what care? Uh, are we just gonna like go into the next part? Now or? I got I gotta find where I left off. <laughs> we were uh, no, I don't remember yeah. you to be honest. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, basically, like after they reenact the entire War of Sandwich Succession, there's this big Nightwing named Morosir who basically gave the Dragonite prophecy all those years ago to like check up on the Dragonets to see how they're doing, and then he notices that Glory is not the the Skywing in the prophecy and he was pretty agitated about that mm. and um he told each of the guardians webb's kestrel and dune to basically kill glory by the time he returns 
Mm-hmm. Again, immediate violence. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know if you have that next, but it's it's very interesting how Kestrel thinks that Tsunami is the only one that'll actually, like, try to stop them, you know? Yeah, because, like, she, they yeah. ended up chaining up Tsunami to, Yeah, this to, like, is the part where the, I started to, like, really stalagmites. heavy notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. great. Uh, Didn't yeah. she start yeah. singing at that point as well? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, like the, the, the dragonists are coming! coming. Yeah, I heard somewhere that basically the Dragonets are coming song is like supposed to be sung in the same tune as like Night yeah, 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 so it'll be something like the Dragonets are coming, they're coming to save today. They're coming to fight, they're 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 coming to fight for the Nobel's right, the Dragonets, hooray. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so what I first saw when um, uh, the door opened, Gloria like, immediately tried to hide herself by camouflaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like and then you got it. Yeah. And then when Mars hears like what's happening, why didn't the prophecy follow anything? Kestrel was just immediately to blame Webs and Dune for everything. She didn't <gasps> even take anything into um, uh, her mind, you know. Mm. Yeah, that was she yeah. was quick she was to, really like, to accuse. Blame them for everything. And um, yeah. and then tsunami is kind of like alert, like when the rock uh, when the rock goes open, like her frills go up, her ears like start to twitch, and she kind of wants everyone to go her way. And Clay's sort of a pushover at the start. I'm just gonna say that, like <laughs> sort of. Yeah. And then um, and then yeah. I think they were talking about like they wanted to escape right before that, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was it wasn't until they figured out that Glory was going to be yeah, there okay. that Yeah, okay. Then I had like a thing on that. Oh, too. Right. And then um and then this is the funny part. I have this note and it says the only thing Clay can remember of the Nightwings is that they're super powered, super mysterious and full of themselves. I think that sums it up pretty well, right? Well, yeah, cuz like yeah. in, yeah, in the yeah. universe, I think Nightwings are probably like the least documented about of all the dragons. Definitely. Or, of all the tribes. No, it'd be Mudwings. No. I think it'd be Ravens. Well, cuz they yeah but oh documented they're, they're, they're like yeah 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 too, sorry so. my, bad, my bad i'm saying they're one of the most they're one of the oh, least documented yes. tribes in pyria oh yeah and then like they're super mysterious <laughs> that they they are very secretive uh i yeah. mean uh, the only the only scroll that really contains any like somewhat decent information is uh tales of the nightwings which starflight reads and what he said yeah choose him up and then yeah. are we on the battle scene yet I think I think I was talking okay, about. Okay, yes, go ahead. Uh, Sorry, my bad. I cut you off. That's all right. Yeah, basically, after figuring out that uh, they're coming to kill Glory, they have to make an escape plan now. So, Mudwings are able to hold their breath for up to an hour. So that is because Tsunami is chained up and none of the others can hold their breath then for that long. They decide to send in a clay through the underground ground river in hopes to like find a way out. Yes. And uh, I remember reading somewhere in like a. Like, Tui actually confirmed that, like, that was, like, one of her deepest fears is, like, swimming, like, underwater. Oh, my with, God, like, I can do that. No Ooh, that must have been direction. horrible to write for her, then. Oh, my God, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, drowning. Oh, oh dude. Oh, I was holding my be- breath while reading that. You were? Like, like, actually? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I did not do Me that. Too. Dang, I'm missing out on some real, real cool acting right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you lose breath like, mid-book. You, like, uh, you, like, that and come back. Too. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <gasps> No, it's method acting. Method acting. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you pass out and you come back like, oh wait, wait, wait. <gasps> <laughs> you yeah. like breathe in like, okay, wait, I hope I don't wait re- this time. <laughs> yeah. 
Does that yeah, mean when, like, in, like, the fighting scenes that you, like, act out fighting? No, I would just <laughs> imagine them. Like, act the fight. <laughs> no, I would try my hardest yeah. to imagine them in my head, and I would be so invested in it, but... Oh I bet God, your parents thought you were really weird, I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh, dude, facial like expressions. Yep, like my Sp- friends facial expressions. Me just frowning so aggressively. It's like, it's like what, yep. what, what, what book are you reading? What's this going on? What's going on here? <laughs> I feel like yelling at my book. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Wait, whoa, whoa, you good there? <laughs> I actually took some notes about like yes, different tribe style of combat that I found really interesting, and I think I'll mention it later once we get yeah. to. Yeah, uh, I have, so, uh, I have, a, I have like I think mm-hmm. one combat note uh, for how Marcia attacked uh, Tsunami. He immediately like bared his teeth and went for her neck. Oh, that's, that's what I. Uh, uh, so it reels when so. Clay like starts to go to, towards Marcia without like a beat because he saw like Tsunami getting attacked, and then night- apparently Nightwing's kills have small parts that you can like like sink their cl- sink their um teeth into, uh that's what the book said and um so what Marcia oh, wow. said Marcia approved of Clay and Tsunami we'll have to see for Sunny and then Marcia expects much more of Starflight. Uh, then he reveals that he wasn't actually gonna hurt Tsunami. And, uh, did, did you say Mars? Marcia. 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 I was like, who's Marcia? Marcia. <laughs> Sorry, like when I'll I talk super good. fast, I need to like, like don't talk that fast because I just like kind of like pull on all my words in like one. But okay. but Marcia yeah, does I... like right. tell Starflight, it's like, oh yeah, I assumed you didn't, you thought. Uh, I wasn't gonna stack the ceiling, obviously, and you're gonna go like go to the cave next to me. Um, yeah, I think Mars here expects much more of, uh, mm-hmm. Starflight than uh, Starflight can actually give to him. Yeah, because he hasn't can developed. I, can I jump real quick? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Sorry. 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 Uh, during like the fight scene, we actually learned that like the most vulnerable part mm-hmm. about Pyrian dragons is that that spot on the end of their tail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunny was yeah, like, I, I noticed that. Um, Tsunami, like, when um, Kestrel's quote-unquote picking on Clay, and then Tsunami, like, like bites her in yeah. the tail. Yeah, he, he would just go, hey, wait, did did yes. Sunny bite, like, Marasir's yes. tail yes, at some point? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. she did. She did. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then it's revealed that Sunny has a favorite stalactite. I thought it was just the cutest thing. I wrote it in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> she's, wait, she's a favorite stalactite. Yeah, and she, oh, like, 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 she climbs on her favorite stalactite, and she has to, like, and then, like, she can't reach some of them because she's so small. Like, oh my god, it's the cutest thing I've ever read. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's, yeah. she's she's pretty smaller than, like, the average. Also, yeah. I just want to say, now that we're on the topic of Sunny, I love how it was, like, we had to, like, imagine her, you know? I love how we had to imagine every single character in a way. Like, you didn't yeah. know what they exactly looked like. Definitely. <laughs> right. Yeah, until you got the graphic novel. Yeah. Definitely. I think I imagine them all exactly like the references on the. Uh, I don't and... remember how I imagine them to be honest. Sunny was a lot different than I thought. <laughs> <Me> either. <laughs> Sunny, I think Sunny was just like less golden. I thought. Anyway, back yeah. to like I the actual book. I, so. I thought she was more golden because like isn't it said like that same gleaming kind of, like, scales, a pale sand color. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Sunny, like she has like she was more golden than the average Sunwing, and instead of like black eyes, she had green, like gray. moss green. green. It ones. said moss green. Gray green. Yeah, moss green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting mm-hmm. how, like, once you get, like, an official, like, design and, like, it's completely different from the one in your mind. Yeah. I feel like. But it kind of amazes me, like, how, how yeah. like, well we got it or how uh, bad we got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Tilly's powers of describing. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty nutty when it all comes together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alright, back to me reading it up. Um so yeah, after like Clay gets to like the middle of the cave, like Tsunami was able to catch up to him thanks to Starflood and Sunny's fire that burnt down the the rest of the chain. And they finally escaped the mountain together and I think uh, I think Tsunami like dislocated her wing yeah, from like trying like, to escape falling. the chain. So oh, yes. yeah, yeah, it has Clay... a note on that saying like I dislocated my um thing. So yeah. just trailing and then Clay just like pushes it back. It's like oh okay. Ew. Yeah, that works. I guess. Yeah, it's so land. graphic. Everything's so graphic. I in could the just first imagine book. that so ungodly well, and I was just like, it's like uh, yeah, okay, early wakes okay. of fire. Early wigs of fire was something else. Yeah, I think I think leaving fire was something else. I just imagined the crunch when it just got shoved back into place. Mm. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. and... All right. After they managed to escape, they finally encounter the the queen of the skywings, um, Scarlet, and like I think she was trying to like convince them to like follow her <laughs> until, like she like Scarlet ate like a a scavenger and just like the... bit his head off. And it said, "You." She's like, "Oh, but... like what?" <laughs> she was so calm, was, like, and it was so graphic. It was like it was like. Like it was super graphic. It tastes like all stringy and tastes like fish. no, and, 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 and then like one, it was like blood spurting out of the neck. I was like, oh my god, that's so graphic. Like, oh my god. Like, Ooh, the nine yeah. to ten definitely a kids book. And twelve year old guys. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> yeah. this, children. God, guys, like, I was a nine when I read children, that. Right? I was a nine when I read that. Yeah, yeah, I was completely Yeah, just dragon book, just dragon book, you know. <laughs> it was pretty nutty. And, yeah. um, this is <laughs> this is for children. And then um, I got observation. Yeah. Even though Clay's only seven years old and like Scarlet's like over thirty, Scarlet's only slightly bigger than Clay. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, they're, they're all six in the. In the oh first yeah, book. my bad, my bad. Yeah. Basically, after that, uh, tsunami G tsunami manages to grab the scavenger's sword and basically stab her in the tail. Yeah, so I took a note on that. Tsunami so literally put the yeah. sword through Scarlet's tail into the ground. Oh, like through yeah, it, like, penetrated right through. Oh, it. Crazy. oh my gosh! <laughs> One thing I Scarlet is pretty. Oh, you go, you go. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say Scarlet is like one of the deadlier queens because like I. In chapter 11, it says that she reigned for 30 years and had yeah. 14 yeah, challengers yeah. at their time, and all of them failed. Yeah. 14. F 14 daughters? Yeah, 14. And like, yeah, yeah, she had 14 challenged her, and they all died. Oh, oh. <laughs> them problem, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Skywings are pretty ruthless. It's yeah, they really awesome. are. Yeah. I think um, one thing I want to note is that she was actually really, like, calm. Like when they were um, when yeah, they, she was she, so calm. she was just like, yeah. oh damn, yeah, that's my treasure. Unless you want to fly me for it. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm gonna eat this scavenger. Oh, it tastes a little funky. I'm gonna spit him out. <laughs> and then they're just like, funky. um, yeah. And then the so moment anyway, they're like, oh, we don't want to get in trouble. She's like, oh. And then it's just like, anyway, guys, and ah, they just like screams yeah. in pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's crazy how she can go from like calm and cunning to like flat out violent in like a matter of it reminds me of bill cypher i'm not gonna lie it's pretty wild honestly oh, and it's whack. we kind of hear this up i just realized it yeah. we're still on part yeah. one right, let's finish let's still finish let's finish it up yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just talking way too much let's go let's go no it's fine this is good like we're 
This is what it's all about. Yeah, you know? we have like twenty. It, 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 it said it was gonna be an hour. It's like twenty minutes left, including questions. So this might be longer than an hour. Oh, I'm okay, thinking. that's fine. I'll, I'll do. I'll do more. <laughs> yeah. So basically, after that, after Tsunami did the little stabby stab, stabby stab, stabby They go back to the mountain, and basically, they had. Uh, a smoke signal set up by burning some of the scrolls inside to help them lead them back into the mountain. Mm. And, like, they were able to get back inside, but because it's a smoke signal, Scar manages to find them almost cool. instantly. Yeah. Yeah. What would you guys think? Uh-oh. Hey, guys, we're back. Think? Oh, by the way, there's a queen at our door. <laughs> anyway, guys, we have knock, this, like... Knock, knock, who's that? It's Queen Scarlet. So, oh, Kestrel's like it's the queen. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh. Crap. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's Queen Kestrel's losing her mind. <laughs> the air support. She's also so calm about that. Like she was like, really angry. Oh, hello. I found yeah. you guys. Anyway, like, oh, you're going yeah, to be my yeah, like they're like, oh, and she's just so casually, <laughs> so casually, just snaps <laughs> Dune's neck, Cas- yeah. so casually yeah. with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were fighting, and then I I think I remember, yeah, she kills Dune by snapping his neck, and then Webbs was able to escape throughout the river, and he was told by Kestrel to warn the rest of the Talons, and they're basically all captured, and then they go to the Skyling Kingdom as prisoners, and that's where part one ends. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, so, Yay, so she, she just grabs Dune with one Talon, and oh, just goes, sh- but it, what if it's Midas and you to play with them, and just, just casually, she goes... Like I love that line though. What if yeah. it's my destiny it's, to play with them? But with one talent, yeah. it just shows yeah. her character like so well that she just like yeah. not menacing. I found that the line she said to Dune before she did it, like I found that to be pretty brutal, and I had to reread it. Like she literally said to Dune, "I mean, what use is a crippled dragon who can't fly? I'm surprised you haven't killed yourself already, Sandwing. But I can take care of that Jeez. for you." That's how. Like, that's how she, bad the first wow. book was. Oh my god! We're not even into part two. Early weeks of We're not even into part two. Like this is just the first like hundred or so pages. Yeah, <laughs> it's like three murders. Like enjoy this. Yeah, I like. I have like five pages of notes uh, on like the water cave. I'm like, okay, we just get past it. All right. The queens snap a lot of necks. I just realized. She wait. Oh my. Okay, never mind. I was about to say something. I shouldn't have said that. Woo. Okay. Also, something I wasn't supposed to. So, yeah. It just like casually walks into the cave, takes them all prisoner, snaps Doom's neck. Like, hello, I'm here to take you to my arena. Yep. Like, uh, why she doesn't like? like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Like, she just like she does so casually. I don't get how, but it's like I find it amusing how she just she just does that like Mm. so like calmly. Yeah, but I took some interesting notes of, like, different combat styles, because, like, I know it was noticed that, like, Skywings, like, tend to, like, go for the neck a lot in terms of their combat yeah, styles, definitely. and yeah. they prefer to utilize the air. And then Sea Wings, they utilize their tail, because it's just, really strong. Yeah, strong, strong powerful tail. So aggressively. Yeah. Yeah, so I found that really interesting in terms of, like, combat skill, and I'm surprised, like, Webb's, like, surprisingly held his own during yeah, the Yeah, I, I, I yeah. didn't remember that when I first read the book. I did not remember, like, Webb's doing anything. Oh, I something else I would like to know. Well, no, no, he he was able to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? And then, like, he was just, like, side, I... Right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I think the, uh, like, if you, like, there's so many scenes where, like, the, the, the sea wings, like, use their tail the slightest bit, and it just sends the other person back, like, reeling. 
Like, tsunami time. Scene, yeah, tsunami like snacks Clay like aggressively, and he's just like, oh, and then it just continues like, it's like, ow, okay, ow. Anyway, it's really <laughs> wild, honestly. So anyway, guys, literally, Webs was just like, I, I'm gonna head out, and he just left them. Mm, he just like yeah. up and left, but like, I mean, yeah, it was I don't remember people, it, but he didn't even try to help. Oh, actually, no, he did. I think that was to save his own skin. No, he scares. did. He was able to fight against his own. Yeah, I don't think that was for I the took... dragonette so. Yeah. yeah. I took like so many notes and like the glow worms in the cave, and we just have to get past it. I was like, oh, oh yeah, what was that? What do you think? Uh, like, so, so, so what? This is the like, this is the notes. This is the notes I have. Um, the glow worms can stick on stuff and like seep in pain, like poison, and they smell like rotten eggs. I never thought like, that it was yeah, glow worms. Like, oh my were... god, I thought it was like glue or like something. Yeah, I think like part of like Koi's scales were melting. Yeah, so it says um. The glowworms are trying to dissolve the scales. Ugh. And then yeah. Clay passed out, and Tsunami just woke him up by splashing cold water on him. Yeah. And the saddest part is his last thoughts before he passed out was, I failed them. I was like, oh my god. The yeah. Heels. Can you imagine like... if the series just ended? <laughs> anyway, guys, roll the credits, roll the credits. Roll the credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's Punch it. Roll credits. Okay, I'm saying right now, there's gotta be an AU of that. Yeah. I'm right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Yeah. This, is, this is the rest of the notes I have on that. The river is frozen, making his body numb as the glowworms were gone, but the pain was still there. Ooh. And then the pain, oh, and this is was... the, the pain felt like tiny, sharp teeth biting under the scales. Oh, I could not handle that. Yeah. And then, and then there's this oh funny part I remember. Mm-hmm. Tsunami said our glow scales aren't like used for lighting up normally, like they are, but they're used to track mates. I was like, that's so funny. I'm writing that down. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then she was like embarrassed. I mean... I'm like, ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Webs isn't wrong, though. Uh, he isn't. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to I mean, get Clay some Tylenol. Points like of that. <laughs> Tylenol. <laughs> Just gotta get some. Some animus, 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 Anima mm. makes more sense than animus is 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 animus is parallelogram parallelogram language is kind of weird honestly yeah is it like what it's i think it's actually i'm gonna say i'm gonna like it up after the podcast i'm gonna send it in general i'm like i'm gonna check this all right, we should probably get on to uh, part two, right? Like, yeah. Unless we got like any final thoughts for like part one, I think we were ready to like go on to part it, uh, two. It, it, it got the villain pretty yeah. well. It, it introduced the villain, like just like basics. You know, it was a pretty, it's a pretty good introduction, but uh, we get more in depth in part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like Scarwood is probably like the the villain of like book one, so, while yeah. the the Sandwich sisters are like the the villains are like the the overall yeah Marcia was kind of a villain in my yeah. opinion just because he just up and villain. abducted one of them and i was just like oh okay anyways i think <laughs> anyway he was, i would say he's antagonistic but not yeah a villain. definitely there's definitely a difference many between bad things except for kind of kidnap their friend he's yeah, just kind of doing there's a difference between like villain and antagonist yeah, yeah, yeah i think is. that's the right word like, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, he does some pretty questionable things later, which I'll mention, yeah. but I wouldn't call him, like, the, the villain. Like, I would say he's a main antagonist, and just another antagonist. A main antagonist, I think, would be yeah, probably he... the villain. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. like, an antagonist is just an extra yeah. one, like Mara's here. But, like, the main antagonist, I'd say, would be Scarlet. Mm-hmm. I still this book. For for, for yeah. book one, yes, I would agree that Scarlet is the main uh, Alrighty, villain. on to part two, I guess? Part two, let's go. In the Sky Kingdom. Woo! Let's so basically, go. Basically, 
Yep, later that day, Clay wakes up. He's all chained to, like, this giant pillar next to, like, about 100 dragonets where his wings are clamped and, like, he's got, like, little wires hanging out from his talons. Oh. So if anyone tries to, like, get off, they would basically fall to their death and, like, bring other dragonets down with them. No! And... Wee. And uh, yeah, they're, they're pulling. They're pulling. Uh, they're, pull, they're pulling. Witcher. <laughs> yeah, Sunny and uh, Sunny and Gloria are nowhere to be seen right mm. now. Like we we don't know where they are. And then we're introduced to Peril, which is basically a strange looking Skywing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we find out. Yep. And then moments later, like she gets set down to like fight the Sandwing, like right next to Clay Horizon, I think. Horizon. And you have Horizon, and he's uh. He's basically burned to death. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I have, I have an old hat. Uh, he was trying to fly or escape from peril, but I think Horizon flung himself either to die quicker or to see if he could kill her or to stop, to try to kill her or stop killing anyone else or just like playing out, just try to win it. Yeah. And I then think... he just flew himself into her, wanting to either end the pain and make it a quick death, burning him to the ashes. Yeah, yeah, I think he was gonna try I to like step yeah. on his yeah. tail if he did fast enough, but then it just went. Boom, but it didn't work, so he just sacrificed. He did. He did try, but it didn't he work. He tried, but it, but it said it. He like glinted off. It fell hard. Like he glinted so off good. like a. I don't remember the sentence. No, cause like, I I wrote a note out of that, and uh, the tail barb is basically the most deadly part of a sandwing, but it's also the most sensitive part of it too. Cause it's like, just so weak. Carol was able to burn that. Yeah. Carol um, was able to burn that right off. I uh, I have a note from like earlier. I don't think I ever read it. Uh, apparently, like Dune used to like hit Kibley or oh my god, hit Clay with his tail on what? if he if he got something wrong. I was like, oh my gosh, jeez. Yeah. What if he accidentally slipped up on that? <laughs> We got a lot of physical abuse oh going on. This is the first book. Didn't they mention the it? This book. is the first book too. This is for children, guys. And it just keeps getting better. Didn't they like not like say like that Horizons like try to like scratch Peril with like yeah. his tail? Yeah. And it got lit on fire. Yeah, you tried to stop barbecue, I think, and then it just <laughs> Oh yeah, Kestrel <laughs> would like blow fire at clay and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he was burned the most out of. Oh, I mean, even though we found out that mud, his claws weren't itchy or his claws weren't sore. His his wings. Oh, from from in the yeah. Yeah, at the part at the river, and then there was note. Queen Scarlet's favorite word is thrilling, and I think Peril's is blazing because she uses it a lot. Yeah, she uses blazing (laughs) so much. Yeah, Peril's is blazing. uh, I thought Peril said that Scarlet uses that word blazing. No, it was Uh, Scarlet's favorite word is thrilling, and that's confirmed by two. Thrilling. Yeah, blazing. Yeah, that was like her word. I feel like Scarlet knows that she overuses the word because, like, at the like birthday thing, um, she says to the audience as if like she knows they're all tired of it. She's like, "Hey guys, don't you just think this is dot 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 thrilling?" And there's just no sound, and then there's another chapter. I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, I heard that somewhere that that's also like Tui's favorite word. Mm. Oh yeah, it's Tui's favorite word too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, like, another few notes that I took down, like, during the fight between Horizon and Peril is, like, I also, like, took notes of, like, their combat styles, because, like, Peril, like, in terms of, like, actual combat, like, the most she does is, like, walk around and touch his Yeah, like, oh my gosh. And then then her queen was mad at her for not making it interesting. Like, girl, no. Well, yeah, because Horizon... (laughs) Killed himself yeah. by throwing himself on the Yeah, uh, I think, barrel. um, so Skywings are more based on, um, like their wings, their claws, aerial combat. I think, yeah, uh, Sandwings yeah. are definitely, like, more like, you know, like, kind of like Peril in a way. They're just like, oh, I'm just gonna use my tail. 
Um, see what you say. Because like if they lose their tails, their, it's their biggest like defense mechanism or like mm-hmm. attack mechanism, so it, it'll yeah. be uh, harder. And um, because sandwings are more like yeah. ground combat orientated than skywings. Yeah, are. yeah. And then uh, I think yes, for, uh, ice wings in terms of combat, I feel like they might have the most the most amount of weapons in a way because like. They've got their claws, which is like getting scratched by four claws at once, which is what Harold I says. I heard like then their frost breath. Ice yeah. wing claws are probably like the the, the sharpest. Yeah, they have to grip the ice. To, like, to grip the ice. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. So I was just gonna say, Kinsley uh, had to go. Yeah, at the same time, like uh, as well as like they were the two of them were fighting. Like we discovered that Glory is basically chained to like a marble tree and like kept as a little decor. Yeah. During the entire mm-hmm. thing, which is pretty funky. Pretty funky. Yeah, she was basically like artwork for like uh and like didn't she like when yeah. she was put in the sunlight she just exploded into different colors oh yeah that was like the yeah. best visual yeah, i think she was like a more like yeah yeah supernovas of purple. She was, like, more and then clay was like color. is she drugged <laughs> yeah like there are drugs and alcohol confirmed it in this is universe. really <laughs> Oh my god, my chair is so like, loud. The, she, like, Dune mentioned that the Dragonhead song was basically a bar song, and the Clay Wonders of Glory was drugs. Yeah, and <laughs> Scarlet, she's like, um, get the ten most sober guards to guard these idiots or whatever. Wait, she says that? Yeah, she's like, um, oh, I can find it, but it'll take a while, so you guys need to... Yeah, find later, it. later in part two. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just don't like remember that part. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. Wild stuff there, wild anyway, stuff. Anyway, yeah basically peril is like the queen's champion who basically like rules the arena and she basically uses her for like a lot of fights to make things interesting because like that's the one thing that scarlet loves the most is like fights and all that like she prefers to do that a lot and um basically like then i think the um i gotta look back at my notes like i think they have like a heart-to-heart moment where like they were basically talking about their nature, like Clay says, like, like I don't want to. Like, like I may the, have been born this. I, I may have been born this, yeah. but I, I, well, I want to be able to choose my own destiny. I don't want to just be yeah, what I but, was when I was born. Yeah. I, I, you know, for all the talk about like the dragon and prophecy, like I find it interesting that like not enough people talk about like the theme of like nature versus nurture. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, That's not how I am. Like I'm surprised like not a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah. Like as much as I thought. It's like it's, it's oh, yeah. kind of an like, undercurrent of... of the entire thing, and it doesn't really get like talked about at all. The only thing people really talk about is magical death spit and um thrilling, pretty much. And I think like during the the heart to heart scene with the uh, peril and clay, like she also mentioned that because she was born with fire scales like she, uh, she burned her brother she ha- she hatched with like her her drag like her twin oh. yeah she like she right. like burned her like, twin in her egg is he in the audience yeah that's what she was that's what she was told yeah what she was told like yeah and like dr- skywings with fire scales are traditionally killed by dropping them from the highest nice. they pulled a they pulled a habit here they pulled a habit here yeah she said that yeah, her mother planned to, like, do that to, before Scarlet sca- saved her by killing her mother. Yeah. And that's what she's told. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, um, also, I just, I just I just realized this, and I'm sorry, I'm, like, going to, like, eight, eight different parts of the stories at once. But the reason Sonny can't be trusted is because they told her about a pile of rocks near the hole and they couldn't fly. And they just put their heads out, and Sonny wasn't careful around doing it, was gone the next day. I was like, that hurts, bro. That hurts. I feel bad for them. Wait, what happened? 
Uh, at the start of the book, I'm like jumping around, and I'm really sorry for this. I don't really mean to do this. I just keep on forgetting. No, no, go ahead. It's, uh, it's the reason Sunny can't be trusted, like, you know how we can't trust her with the secrets? Yeah. Yeah, it's because they told her about, like, a pile of rocks near, like, the, the hole, you know, that hole in the mm-hmm. study room. Uh, mm-hmm. like just But they couldn't fly yet, so they just wanted to poke their heads out. And Sunny wasn't careful around Dune, and then the pile of rocks was gone the next day. Oh. I felt yeah. bad for her. The sky hole, yes, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that that, think, that um, hurt to me. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I think I've also I've got um Clay's quote about like the theme of changing. If you guys want me to read that out. Oh yeah, yeah, read that, read that, read that. He's like um, that's not how I am. Clay said, no matter what happened when I hatched, I can't feel this killer inside me that's supposed to be there. Maybe that's what the prophecy is about. Maybe the dragonettes are supposed to show everyone how to get along without a lot of killing, and then it's like a bunch of people. He says that uh he didn't want he didn't realize that like he'd been saying it loud enough that. Uh, Few people in like the front row of the seat had heard him, so like they were all like listening intensely. And Peril was, I guess, yeah. That's when she first started to realize that you didn't have to. And then, then Peril had like a bad expression <laughs> on her face. She's yeah. Like, oh, oh crap, bro. Oh. And then and then like Clay's like no 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 okay no 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 no. no. <laughs> oh yeah. That that wasn't automatic, bro. That wasn't automatic. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. Yeah, like, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm surprised, like, not many people are talking about, like, the nature versus nurture, like, aspect, because I'd argue that's, like, one of the biggest themes of this book. Yeah, like, it's a, through the entire arc. thing, I'm pretty sure. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for all, like, the the hundreds of words I hear about the Dragon of Prophecy, like, that surprisingly isn't a, at the top of the yeah. list, which I find interesting. Like, an example is also Glory. Like, they're, like, I guess it's in their quote-unquote nature to be lazy or whatever, but she's very different. And even, like, I guess, I don't know, I think Clay was also, like, a bit rude to Raymond, so that, I don't know if it was, like, meant no, to be. No, it was Tsunami. Yeah, but he was, no, like, um, was... to stuff like, stuff was, like, I have a lot to learn when, like, Marcy interrogated him, and he's, like, at least you're not a Raymond. But I think he means, oh, like, yeah. at least you don't that's have to what, be glory to have to and, deal and then, with that. And then yeah. Kestrel, like, always used to, like, say, like, what, you're stopping being raised Raymond, you fight as well as a Raymond, you have, the, you have, like, the fighting skills of a Raymond, don't be lazy like that. Uh, that... <laughs> That also did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are you going to for George's fight? Uh, hold on, we gotta. Oh, I gotta God, mention. Sorry. I got a porn scene real quick. If I can, I probably should have been more prepared for this thing. <laughs> yeah, basically after the heart to heart with Peril and Clay, the Clay and Tsunami and Starfight, they're all brought to like Scarlet's um, throne room, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And she was basically talking about how, like, she wanted to make, like, the things interesting for her hatching day in, like, two days. Yeah. And then she also wanted to see Starflight in combat. And I think, um, she asked, like, uh, hey, which one of you are, like, is willing to fight an icebreaker? And then we were like, death, me! But... At the same exact time. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they all seem to and think, I think that they And I think we also learned that wrong. Tsunami's probably the, yeah, Tsunami's probably, like, the strongest of them all, because she says that, like, she wins the, the most fights. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, but then Clay got thrown in, because it's like, he was like, you never fought a Mudwing before, why didn't you throw me in? And they're like, like oh, right, okay, cool. me so. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, so, now we're on to Fajora's fight, if I'm right. Yes, <laughs> like, Clay basically volunteered to fight in the arena, the arena, arena, just to make sure, like, that, the arena. Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't anymore, guys, I just can't. <laughs> Marcia and Arania. <laughs> Words are kind of weird. Honestly. English. Like, Arania. Like, how do I, how do I read? Uh, you just, uh, I think you have to like, I don't really know. I don't think I can either, to be honest. 
it's it's some of these it's these things called words and i don't think i know how to use them there's yet, strings so. of letters you know mm. the, the, yeah just like the wonders of language and yeah so basically after clay and uh Pejord fight and don't worry about me now this time it's Pejord. <laughs> yes finally <laughs> Pejord, i don't know um yeah basically they fight and like clay's like very Ford. it's obvious that he doesn't want to to fight at all like i noticed he'd done a lot of like defense mechanisms mm. like he kind of like just like he did like a couple of strikes and then immediately backed off and didn't try to like go in for more. And then I'm pretty sure Fajord. Did, did oh, Fajord say like, like didn't 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 no, no it was it's Starflight 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 was like pointing at his mouth like frantically and could like w w they don't have fire right right and it was like <laughs> oh the ice breath and by that it was too late I was like mm. yeah I found that scene so funny he was like struggling so hard to remember something that should be common knowledge he's like. Like they don't have, they don't have fire breath. Fire. It would burn their, it would burn their. No, they have. It would burn their palaces. He has like a whole thought process before it happens. Fjord. Yeah. Fjord. Okay, okay it's, Fjord. it's Fjord. Oh, yeah, I just pronounce it Fjord. Yeah, like the J's. Fjord in my head. Yeah, I always pronounce it Fjord. Can I just say something? It's Did weird. everyone else like when they read the first book pronounce pearl, pearl, pearl? Like that couldn't just be me, right? Uh, I think, I, I think I miss. When I first read it, I misread it a couple of times, and it took me a while to figure out it was Peril. Yeah, like, like, I, oh, I, th I thought it was oh. Pearl the whole time, but it was Peril. <laughs> no, it was it was Peril. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like, Tissinen, Wednesday. Yeah. I thought it was also interesting, like, the, the combat style for, like, Clay was very used like, utilizing his Skywing combat training from Kestrel. Definitely, yeah. And, like, Fjord said, like, he was like trained in Ludwig techniques and it was very confused why he wasn't fighting the way he was. And like from based on like later fights and like from what I can tell, like Ludwig combat and this is all just speculation, I might be very wrong, is that they tend to like use the like their bodies because like they're the biggest tribe of all Yeah, fighters. yeah, because so they have they, the biggest wings. They tend to use like their weight and I think they use like grappling and tackling movements to take down their opponents. Yeah, and then also tail stomping. Yeah, and then when they're t when they're together in like group formations, they tend to look out for each other like a little circle to like get it from all sides, mm -hmm. which I found really interesting. Yeah, I can't believe you like could so, get that from all the books, like just fighting techniques. It's incredible how you got that from like just the first book. I took, I took a lot of notes <laughs> on fighting techniques that I'm willing to admit. How many notes did you take? I probably have to look after the show, but I guarantee you it was a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna like put it in a bed discussion I... like this, like the top bug, like took this many notes. <laughs> on like combat? It's like on combat. I, on I, just combat. I took, no, on, for like the entire notes, I took 40 pages worth because wow. I figured like I'd rather be over prepared than under prepared. Now, now I feel under prepared. <laughs> well, well, don't, don't, like it was mostly just like me writing like interesting bits of yeah. trivia and like paragraphs. So, really, I only took, like, 15, 20 pages of notes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, right. so, after the fight, like, basically, Fjord was about to give him, like, the final frost with Rowan until he's hit by Venom, which basically causes, like, his eye and, like, face... Oh, that was so... And, like, I remember Clay saying, like, I remember Clay saying, like, um... Like, that was the worst scream. Like, the worst screech. It oh. was just pure... Oh, yeah, it was, like, yeah. pure to agony. Pure agony. And... And, um, I, I thought that was just, like, so violent and so graphic. That's what I love about the first book, to be honest. It's so graphic. 
it was like they really still for kids they really didn't hold back at all when it comes to descriptions yeah, yeah. but like i felt i was like, like, just, like having... I just, just imagining that in my head like oh my gosh that must have been like a cry <laughs> having like the scales like completely melt off was really Definitely. wild wow. all right we should probably keep things moving yeah, sorry, along sorry, sorry. Yeah. spending a lot of time okay yeah. So basically, after the fight, like, Peril just comes out and says, Hey, what was that all about? Oh, wait, don't don't tell me. You're probably going to kill me. With and then Peril just, like, <laughs> so, gave Clay some mud, right? I found that so funny. She was like, yeah, do you like, want to tell think, me? Um, you don't have to tell me. But I think you should tell me. But you, you don't have to, by the way. But, like, do you want to tell me? You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me with it anyways. Like, jeez, guys. <laughs> yeah, she can't really, she's not really used to socializing. And I want to blame her because she was basically trained to be a weapon for, like, really seven years. Fun. But it isn't her fault. That's all I'm going to say. It's not her fault. Because she yeah. was raised like that. It would. It... Like, that's her idea of romance, is, like, talking about the ways she would kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, wanna, I want to uh, do a... I want to, like, give my opinion on, like, Peril as, like, a character analysis um, at the end of the part two. Maybe I'll do, like, different episodes for, like, different characters. Oh, okay, cool, like, cool. I, That was something in the back of my mm. mind. But do, feel free to bring up some stuff right, here. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, basically after that, like... She was also told, though, like, she couldn't leave because she had to, like, eat uh, black rocks Whoa. because, like, one time she didn't eat mm-hmm. them and then she basically got sick. Like, so dying sick. Told she yeah. Yeah, it was pretty... Like, I can't believe that it, Scarlet it was pretty would, bad. Like, always know like that because, like, I, I believe that, um, she said that, you know, she had an argument with Skull and, like, first time reading it, it doesn't clarify if she was like, I'm angry with you, I'm not gonna have it, and then Scarlet's like, I'm gonna poison it, or if she, like, I don't know. She just actually got sick. But I think that she might have done, like, the first thing. Like, yeah, it was revealed I'm later so mad in the you, book. I'm not going to have it. Yeah, um, I think it was revealed later in the book that Scarlet poisoned... Because Kesha was like, is, that's a classic trick from Scarlet, poison in your food. Yeah. And Peril's like, is anything even yeah. real? <laughs> Poor her. Yeah, that was another thing. Existential crisis time. Anyway, moving on. So basically, Peril asks Clay to, like, hide behind him because, like, she was, like, forbidden to go to a trial tomorrow. Yeah. And like Clay said, because like she knew where Sunny was, and so Clay agrees to that. And he was also able to figure out because of like uh, Peril's story that Kestrel is actually her mother. Yeah. And then Peril was like, like, "That's surprising." And then Peril was like, "Scarlet, like you lied to me." And then like Scarlet just like, "Oh, but it was for your own good. Would you want to see? Would you want to know that your mother could have taken, could have killed you or taken you, but she didn't?" And yeah, Clay was a lot smarter than people get give him credit for. He was able to figure that out. Yeah, like and then like and then and then like Kestrel just like gets so angry. Like literally the moment he um like the moment he saw the burn marks he uh, he said like a theory popped into his head but before he could explore it like something happened. Yeah, Clay Clay should really yeah, cause, like, should, like apart from like, a few parts like how in Fjord, like he had to think of the ice wreck. That was like a stupid Clay moment. <laughs> but, like other parts, he he's really intelligent sometimes. Yeah. To gamble. Nature he, versus nurture. Not really, but I guess he, it's just different. He's a lot- I feel like he falls more to, like, the street smart side as opposed to, like, book smart. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, like, a good yeah, way to Yeah, so basically, it. like, he's more pe- people-based and, like, learning stuff from, like, scrolls. Yeah, definitely. Yep, so moving on to the the trial, basically, Kestrel's being tried for treason from, like, leaving Scarlet seven years ago. And we got Vermilion, like, Scarlet's oldest uh, child saying, like, yeah, she's basically guilty. She disobeyed the order. And then Vermi- uh, who Osprey? Was it? Osprey. Osprey, which is also like Peril's like best, best friend. Like, I guess old. the closest thing she has to he, a friend. He's really yeah, old. She is th- and he was there with the Peril uh, tail. He, he was there when Scarlet. Scarlet before she got hers thrown. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He mentions that. No, 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 no. He Scarlet already had 
her throne. Osprey was oh, yeah. there when they found Kestrel yeah. at the river. Mm. Yeah. That's where Osprey was. It was, yeah. Basically, Osprey was, like, Paro knows a little bit about the scorching thanks to Osprey, saying, like, before we had queens and armories, like, he would have just died, and scavengers killed a lot more dragons back then, but now because of our queens, we rule the whole world, and dragons have help when they need it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's almost like, they got, like, a bit of a familial bond, and, like, in technical aspects of it, just, like, looking after for an entire tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, Queens are probably more important than kings in this universe. Yeah, because di- uh, like, wait, no, being... I'm just well, Never mind. Um, can't do that. No, we're keeping it to dragon yeah. and prophecy only. Remember. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like being a king in this universe is like an entitled thing. Like it's only used on the business. Yeah, didn't like it. didn't Scott like kill her husband? No, I really, I, I, I don't recall that. All right, all right. It was, I don't know. We'll probably it's probably later. We'll probably. Mention I wasn't sure. Later. Oh my god, my chair is so loud. So yeah, basically, um. Osprey tells the story of, like, Kestrel's, um, dragonets, mm. right? One that was born with too much fire, one that was born with too little fire. And, like, I think Scarlet caught up to her, and I'm saying, like, hey, I'll let you back in and forgive me for all this if you kill one of the, your dragonets. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. Scarlet decided to kill the, the one with too little fire, and then, like, Kestrel, um, sorry. Scarlet said, like, okay, well, I'm gonna kill you both anyway. And so <laughs> Kestrel tried to escape with peril, but couldn't she was only able to grab her for like a little bit before the burn marks were too much and she yeah and then Peril, I, I, what, what was peril thinking like hmm i'm a, i i almost killed my brother and i, and I, I can tell my mother's in pain i'm gonna touch her face mm. yeah like boy i mean Ugh, wow like i'm surprised that like it's like in other things it kind of feels like her flame fire scales whatever it kind of changes because like she touches like horizon or whatever. He bats it with his tail and it sets on fire. She touches Kestrel on the face. But it's it, just a burn mark. Yeah, it, it, but I think it's like more. Right. I think like at birth, it's probably like less powerful yeah. than it is like later. Mm. So I, I think yeah. I think that, that, that's an excuse, but like I'm not sure about any other events. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably like explained later yeah. on in the story. So after basically, Peril like learns the. Tr- truth like she basically calls forth like the the champion shield mm. law which is basically where the queen's champion can fight a, a battle for a prisoner and, and if she they win, they get, the prisoner goes free mm-hmm. and then scarlet realized like wait someone like, told where'd me you that. get so that old she, law oh, from I read and it. she's like you looks at osprey and she just, yeah she read it with her burning skills and she basically fire. grabbed I mean, and, looks, he, and osprey. she pulled hivature again once more yeah, osprey like Dragged him all the way up to nearly the highest point of like the spires, and then dropped him. That's... And like Peril, like she actually managed to burn off a bit of the wires from Clay. Yeah. But... And like she tried her hard. I think she tried to like save Osprey before like she realized she couldn't touch yeah, him. Yeah, no, like, she she did touch him, him, but it burned it too badly. So it was and kinda... I, I thought it was really so... stupid in my opinion because like couldn't you like go right before he hits the ground, grab him just for a little bit? Like I understand my burn. Oh, like, well, I mean, may, if she grabs him while he's falling, but, the I, but at least if it was about a hit, if if you could like lessen the fall, like just hurt, because I bet he wouldn't have died if he if she did it really late. But then Scarlet probably would have just killed him. Yeah, his tail was paralyzed, him. so he couldn't flap his wings. Mm. Yeah, he he landed at an awkward angle with ripping and snapping bones. Oh, but that's graphic. He's still alive. Like, and she was like, "Oh, he's not yeah, dead." He... She's like, "He'll be soon." And then she's like, "Oh my gosh, Scarlet." 
He he probably like died from injuries like shortly. After. Like she just changes her like preferences on like her soldiers at like every single like moment. Yeah. Like, he served her for thirty years yeah. and she's like, oh, oh you like you told my like and doctor, the daughter how to read. She Yeah, she's willing to like kill her own like yep. people without any hesitation. She only does the trials for the drama and to prove that she's a Quote unquote, just and fair leader. Fair and just queen. Yeah. Except for really like, I agree everything with you. Except for like yeah. the moment when um. Rigged. It's a, it's a, it's a dictatorship. It's an anarchy. It's a, we need <laughs> we need to overthrow the government. Like um when. It was all wild. Yeah, it's not fair because she just throws peril in every time someone disagrees with her. Yeah. Yep. All right. Then after that, like Clay realizes that you know Burn is going to be coming soon for like that Scar- um, yeah, Scarlet's hatching day and so he realized that they're gonna have to escape right away so he tries to like escape with like the fire with the the wire that was used that peril burned off earlier and I, and then as a result it was like one of my favorite scenes in the first book where like he was able to play like somewhat of a of a m- tune makeshift violin. and then and then everyone yeah, yeah with his with his all the prisoners and then everyone started, started singing the dragonets sing. are coming Stop that infernal yeah, like noise. And then and then bird like stop that infernal noise. I have that. And it's like whoever sings yeah. that burn their tongue out. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean this I mean it gave them hope. There were still people that believed in the prophecy despite everything, so mm-hmm. I thought that was Yeah. Pretty interesting. I he's like the fact that he like he's like a nice moment and he's still roasting like his friends. He's like he didn't know <laughs> who it was, but it wasn't tsunami because these dragons could actually sing and I was just like <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was noted that Tsunami has a terrible singing voice while yeah, Starflight like, sings oh, yeah. tenor. Yeah, he, um, he heard uh, her off-key, out-of-tune voice or whatever, and Starflight's pure tenor. Tenor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Whack. Uh, yeah. So basically after that, it's like, like, um, I think Scarlet Soldier's, like, brought in, like, the three of them, like Clay's, and then Star everyone's like, I thought, I thought you started the music. Basically discussing. Yeah, and like, she was discussing her plan with. Burn. Uh, yeah. Burn. And then, and then Clay's like, like, "You probably shouldn't discuss oh, it right in front of us." And you're like, "You aren't gonna survive." It's like, okay. Oh no! The plan like was tsunami. to have them all killed oh, yeah, in the tsunami. arena, so everyone would lose would lose faith in the prophecy. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they wanted and to so hang they... their bodies out of the walls. Oh yeah. She's like, like, like oh my gosh. It was pretty nutty. Yeah. A little bit confused. And then, and, and then, like, they were, like, accusing each other, like, I thought you started it. And then it's like, I thought you started it. And then Aaron Clay's like, no, I started it. And they're like, what? I, could, I didn't expect yeah. you to do it. Clay has a good plan for once. <laughs> yeah. And then Peril was just like, hey, guys. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, she just appears, like, what's up? <laughs> they're like, she walked through, like, the like firewall created from the Black Rocks. Mm. Yeah. Wait, do you think and the Black then, Rocks is the one that she eats? Yeah, definitely. I yeah, I think so. Like they like as soon as they're set on fire, like they they build like a firewall and they cannot be put out in any way unless they burn on their own. Oh, I bet I, I, like... I bet that's the same rocks that they use at the very uh, start of the prologue. Oh They they yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. Like those are probably the same rocks. Yeah, that way they don't have to carry around. You know what reminds fire. me of it reminds me of like Minecraft Netherrack. Because they were like won't we'll go out, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was wondering when we start breaking the Minecraft <laughs> about an hour and a half. I played too much Minecraft. I'm sorry. I've gotten like four days in like one world consecutively. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah. it took us long enough to get here. Okay, I gotta. I gotta keep. We gotta yeah, keep. Yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. 
So now that they're all together, they figured, you know what, we're gonna have to escape before the this the hatching day ceremony mm. starts, and so they try to convince Peril to like, you know, take them to tsunami, which she kind of like reluctantly agrees to do so because she just had to move like the. Tsunami's with them. What? Oh no, Sunny. It was yeah, Tsunami sunny was with them. Oh, Sunny. Yeah. I was saying Sunny. Well, yeah, I, I, I heard to, like, Tsunami. I was sunny. like, what? No, it's it's Sunny. <laughs> Did I mispronounce it? Like an hour and a half into this, I kind of. <laughs> you see, about. I just keep on talking, and if you don't shut me up, I'll just keep on talking. That's why I never lose like my train of thought. I just have to, like repeat it in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So basically, once they finally like get out of the, like the little firewall they've been stuck in, like they notice like the, the both the skywings and the sandwings were having like a little dinner party before the festivities yeah. tomorrow, mm-hmm. and they notice like Su- Sunny kept in like a, a golden bird cage. <laughs> for her yeah. she wasn't like chained up like anyone else like oh. she was like considered like a curiosity yeah and also think, she was like fed like a queen according to peril and peril sounded jealous <laughs> dang yeah. i wish i got that treatment and uh, i think before they were about to escape like they noticed uh Scarra coming up from the sky like, like no play, like no so like... so peril uh like clay asked peril like like Peril said, I can't open the door from here, so I have to, like, go out the, the side and, like, open it. And then Peril, like, halfway through, like, decided to go war in Scarlet, and then, like... No, that was in the in. graphic novel. It was? That was in the graphic novel. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember, I remember yeah, it. In the other one, um, what, I think what happened... Oh, now I think I know how They were happened. still in the cave. Like, the... I'm, like, merging things together. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I think it was, um... Yeah, so before the... Oh, you go, you go. ahead. No, go ahead, B. Oh, Okay. Um, so during the scene where, like, you know, the, like, Peril's, like, teaching them how, I mean, like, showing them to run away, and she's, like, she, when they, they look into the hall and see everyone there, and then they all run across when, the, like, Scarlet's not looking. So Tsunami goes, um, Clay goes, whoever, blah, 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 and then Peril's, like, a little bit late, and then she's, like, sorry, I had to wait till the Queen look away, looked away. I think maybe that was when she might have won the Queen, or, like, maybe she did before. And then Clay's, like, you gotta get out of here, and she, and he just, like, grabs her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's when they, we realized that uh, Bloodwings born from blood red eggs are immune to fire for the most part. Yeah, for the most like, part. It, get, it, still leaves, it still leaves some marks, but they heal up pretty fast. Yeah, also when he gets blasted by fire, it just absorbs basically. So, so yeah, Scarlet takes them all back and says, like, find the ten most sober sober guards to block to keep them from escaping. <laughs> Alcohols and water. And, like, Tsunami says, like, Kai, maybe you shouldn't let psychotic dragons fall in love with you when we're trying to escape. <laughs> it's just like, what? He's like, who? Yeah, he's like really oblivious to everything. This is a dumb claim. This is a dumb claim, okay? <laughs> yeah, it was a clay. It was a certified claim. Certified dumb claim moment. So, sometimes clay has the smart moments, but like certified dumb claim moment. It's right like, here. oh my god, I just pulled the greatest achievement of my life. What a claim moment! I think. What a claim moment, smart guys. Clay was smart when he needs to be, but this is like one of the moments where he just except just for the fire. I mean the cluster. Yeah, and so the next morning, basically the three of them are all dragged from sleeping, and Tsunami is immediately put into the arena while <laughs> Clay and Starflight are right next to Scarlet and Burn in like the little area. Yeah, and basically Tsunami is paired up with like one of the ceiling prisoners who tried to start, like, a prisoner revolt because he didn't want to fight anyone, mm-hmm. and that failed. And as a result, he was dehydrated for months. His name is Gil. Gil as a right? Gil. Yes, Gil, it was Gil. Gil. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was dehydrated for 
so months. long until he's finally ready. I, I, I think, think they funny... did why he's drinking water as well because like he looked like yeah they, they did. Water. Like there was a point like oh, um, uh, I think Gil like resorted like drinking to his own blood because yeah. he was a okay. I, I, I think, like I think this might have been in the blood. chapter book or it might have <laughs> just been in the graphic novel. I just wanted to say this real quick. One of like you know how like the shining like kill him or like other things like that. One of them drown him. Drown him. What do you mean, drown him? <laughs> Someone missed out on a biology lesson. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, him. and then like, then they start to fight, and like, tsunami's uh, tsunami's faster, and she can like get off things, and then she uh, she like pins him down, right? Mm. Yeah, basically she pins him down. Like she didn't want to fight. She didn't want to kill him either. And then but... so I was like, oh, you chicken, and t- and t- and the thing is. Tsunami snapped his neck to make a point. Yeah, she did that out of pure spite, like, <laughs> like to make a point. It was basically like this. She wasn't gonna do it. It was basically it. like oh, this. Oh, baby, you can't handle war. Snap. Yeah, it was like this. Like, I'm not gonna kill this the uh, the sea wing, and then Scarlet was like, "Do it, you won't." And Tsunami's like, "Bet, bet, <laughs> bet, guys, bet, she bet." Didn't do it at all, and then it's like, yeah, mm. it's like, like yeah. But this, yeah is a chi- she, this is a children's book. She, my, may I remind you? She killed. She snapped Gil's neck out of pure retaliation. And to make a point. Yeah. Yeah. She was about to, like, spare him, too, which I found interesting. Yeah. And, the, guys, this is a children's book, by the way. I don't know if you knew that already. You know, we're, we're tackling things about war, death, and how easy the innocent can be. I think it might be. So, yeah, this is all for kids. Yeah, it's a children's book. It, it's a little bit of a fu- It's a different kind of children's <laughs> book. <laughs> we got like anyway. we got like Pete the cat as a children's book. Then we have Wings of Fire as a children's book. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, take take that Netflix. You don't deserve this. <laughs> we got Captain yes. Underpants as a children's book, and then Wings of Fire as a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I re- I actually read the Captain Underpants series. Yeah, that was the best series. series. Anyway, to, like back to like. Okay. Like, Wings of Fire didn't come out till 2012, and I was, like, fourth grade at the time, so I didn't yeah. get, like, the chance to, like... Anyway, to back to the actual thing. dragon book. Yeah, right to the funny... Back to the funny dragon adventures. <laughs> so, after that, like... Basically, Scarlet tries pairing, like, Tsunami and Starflight and to fight like each hug. other, and they decide to hug it out. Hug yeah. it out. Friendship, friendship is like magic, fighting. you know? Yeah, you know, maybe the real Wings of Fire was the friends we made. Stop. Like, Nothing else. Stop. stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we aren't, we aren't, we aren't, anyway, wa- um, dude, okay, we aren't watching My Little Pony, okay? We're reading a book about dragons, okay? <laughs> okay, moving. Yeah, so basically, uh, Scarlet says, you know what, friendship is lame, and so she decides to send some scavengers in to go fight them. And then, they, they, like, one they, of them almost, really like, stabbed anything? Starfleet in the eye. Oh, yeah, that was, like, a yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, Starflight managed to like throw her off. Starflight managed to throw her off, and I think one of the scavengers at Tsunami knocked into like the the spectator area, like the, it got eaten. Right like away. immediately, no hesitation. And I, you? <laughs> it was just like ah. Yeah, then basically Scarlet like was getting like she was like, all right, this kind of this is kind of lame, you know? Let's throw in the ice wing prison. And then, and then like burns, like you just, got, like, you, you sur- this is a really bad way to do your hashtag. For like comedy on how bad Scarlet oh, oh. is at running her kingdom. I forgot to mention there was one part that I think like may have been the deciding factor for a later action that I want to mention, yeah. is that basically like once scavengers were brought in, like sca- like Burn said, scavengers to kill the dragon that said the prophecy. Are you mad? And then Scarlet said, "Well, it only took one to get." Your yeah, mother. that was the funniest part of that book. <laughs> oh yeah, it probably did affect yeah. that. Like this, <laughs> just like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like of that was. 
That was wild. Yeah. Definitely. I was like, damn, she's like, can't believe I have your um, allies with, and then the next, like, chapter, four, oh, that's really just one to kill your brother. Dang, bro. And just bro. immediately, she wants her, like, a her tail. That's, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the best part of that book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, basically, like, once the ice wings, like, get into the arena, that's when Moro's like, hey, guys, is, like, we're gonna be taking this guy, see ya. Like, we're gonna take Starflight back, and then Scarlet is like, What about the prisoners? No, I wanna like, see a Nightwing the- fight. Okay kills them all all right bye she, yeah that's another thing like they literally kill all the ice wing prisoners in the well, arena. i don't think you deserve especially it. What if this i think i remember <laughs> they, they really did because like they've been enemies for like the longest time yeah. and i also note that uh clay like was actually sitting next to an ice wing prisoner who like was looking kind of sad and like the song actually brought her hope and now i think about oh. her she was probably killed one more oh so my along. gosh you're oh. right I like she's yeah, the that's the saddest part. Like I've always looked at her. She's the one that had the, a neck un- stretched up to the moon or whatever she's seen. The unnamed Icewing got mauled to death oh. by the Nightwings, and that's dude, that is pretty so horrifying. Sad to me. She was actually like my favorite character. Yeah. That's pretty. Character. I don't know why. I just really like that's her. pretty horrifying when you think about it. Jeez. I don't think any of them deserve that because they might have been like actual good people or dragons. Yeah. yeah. Like, all of them are, I think at the beginning, they were all, like, prisoners of war. Yeah, like, it's not their fault that their queen chooses, like, to ally with someone. Yeah, Sea Wings and Sand Wings, I think, are the most common prisoners, if I remember correctly. Yeah, definitely. And then, with, like, the occasional Skywing that, like, ticked off Scarlet. And and, uh, Clay was actually noted to be, like, the first Mudwing prisoner Mm. in the arena, along with Starflight being the first one. It was, like, Ice Wings, Sea Wings, and uh, Sand Wings, right? Yeah, th- those are the most common prisoners in the yeah, arena. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, and um, like blaze and blisters on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then basically, once the once the execution is done, like Morosio picks up Starfire and says, "Yo, you're coming with bye. me." Bye. We're gonna dip. We're leaving. Bye. We're gonna dip, bro. And Scarlet, she basically continues on the whole uh, anyway spectacle as if nothing happened. And then she decides, you know what, let's activate the champion shield off. We're gonna face Peril off with Clay. And, and then Clay's like, oh, sh- And then Peril, as yeah. if she didn't hear it, was like, damn, I knew, I knew she was gonna do this. I think what's interesting is that when she was fighting Clay, like, she... Like, from what I could tell, she didn't have as much physical strength as Clay did, because, like, she's yeah, not used she to, like, having her opponent and, like, fight back. Yeah, and, like, and they Die. I don't think she. Like, I don't the, think she's used to like them not dying in one hit, so she doesn't know a lot of like actual like battle. Well, I mean, she doesn't know what to actually teach her because like it's not like she can. She's seen like, she's likely seen like other dragons fight and was probably trained from like, a young age, but she didn't like have to properly Cause, cause utilize she it because like, most of them died. Mm. Yeah, like a few hits anyway, so it wasn't necessary. Yeah. So yeah, she was like kind of struggling with Clay. And that's when Clay used, like, the, the pocket sand. Pocket sand! She's her face. You know what that reminds me of? If you guys have seen She-Ra, like, that one part... No, I have that, not. The, I, I'm gonna say just, just anyone knows it in the crowd. That one part where, like, Tongue Lashor is like, who's so tough now? And Catcher's just like, <laughs> but puts sand in his eyes and he just dies. That, that's the funny part. Yeah. Anyway, back to the fire. It, it's pretty... <laughs> yeah, back to the funny... Back to funny This guy adventures. is for children. <laughs> Yeah, Clay and Peril basically, like, argue again, like, nature and nurture, like, Peril basically chose to, like, embrace, like, the, the, the monstrous, na- like, nurture she was, grew mm-hmm. up with, like, Clay, like, wanted to reject it, saying, like, 
we should like try to end the pro like make the prophecy come true without having a lot of dragons die. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is that like Clay says like he wants like the prophecy to like happen without a lot of killing and without no killing, which I found interesting because like he kind of like accepted like the true nature. of And didn't he like trade. one time say like I'd rather fight? It's like <laughs> he was. Yeah, in the beginning, like he was like mostly fight, but that that wasn't to kill. Yeah, it was just point. like practice, right? Yeah, it was all practice. Yeah. What was that thing about? So basically, before, so now that Clay has like Pearl pinned down, that's when Glory decides to come come up from like a tree, and yo, tree, like snap that, the that the chain. description was so graphic. And she basically spat her venom at burn, which she basically used Scarlet as a shield. Wait, does anyone <laughs> to, like, have the book with them? Like, like those ex that exact like writing stuff? Yeah, so yeah, graphic. I have it. I have the book. I have it right in hand, so... That, that was, like, so find. graphic, right? Like, it was, like, you could see it her was, jaw yes. unhinge. Like, that, yeah. that would be so graphic, wouldn't it? Oh, here and it is. Now I have to entertain the crowd by myself. Like, anyway, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it hit, uh, it hit in the side of her face. Yeah, I have it here if you want me to read it out. Yeah, please, please. Um, Go ahead. So, it was, like, uh... Did she just... Say what I think she said, Clay said, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Clay looked around to face the balcony as Glory suddenly reared up in a blaze of sun, fire, gold, and cobalt blue. She snapped the thin chain like a reed and launched herself off the marble tree. Her mouth was wide open, hinged like a snake. This is really cool. She hissed, yeah. and a jet of black liquid shot out of her two bullet fangs. Burn shoved Queen Scarlet in front of her and shot into the sky. <laughs> she just immediately leaves. I didn't realize that she, like, shoved her in blue. There's a glorious yeah, venom she did. Scarlet yeah. on I the mean, side of her face. The Scouting Queen began to scream. I mean, in, in hindsight, yeah. In hindsight, she did say, like, her mother died. <laughs> she, made she, made her she made your mom joke <laughs> in her face, Mandalore. It's also like you. Yeah, she's it's like, like, it's 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 like, and that's when Peril decided to like finally like uh, get the the wing bindings and mm -hmm. all that off. Oh my god, the wing and then, bindings! Like, before they're ready. I'm sorry, but like just the the fact that he said it was like they had been rolled over and then pinched, it just sounded. Agony. I mean, they've been. Yeah, I think. I mean, they've been prisoners for like five days. I counted. I feel like it's the only thing I felt like because I broke my finger once, and like like my three fingers, three fingers had to be like plastered together, and it was really really not good. I think it's what they feel like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, I was just, I could just imagine it so well, like, oh, sounded like Even a little painful. <laughs> what? Oh. Alright, back to the actual book. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah, realize. Um, <laughs> yeah, before, like, the, the three of them do escape, decide to escape, they realize they gotta go get Sunny, so they went to go get her and managed to burn her out of the... Peril's like, ugh, the, fine. The cage that she was in. And, yeah, she was kind of really reluctant to go up through it, like, because, like, Peril is kind of like a... Cinderi at this point. Yeah. Sorry, my chair's like super loud, and I'm trying to like scoot up, and it's like, I'm like. <laughs> I know. I got I got like a different chair for this because like. I don't have a different chair. Have, it's like, like she like the squeaks the creaking a lot. from it. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, where were we? Uh, Sunny just got uh, freed. Yeah. After Sunny was freed, like the like Starfoid is still missing, so they're basically gonna have to go on without him at this point. Mm. And then, like, Clay says, oh, wait, we gotta go get a Kestrel. And then Tsunami and Glory, they say, wait, wait, no, we're not doing that. Like, <laughs> they, she tried to kill Glory, like, a couple days ago. You're insane. You are insane. And then, basically, it took, like, a bit of convincing for Clay to convince Tsunami to 
go with him while Glory and Sunny decide to meet with them outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and basically they finally got back and yeah, the the, the reunion between Gesho and Peril, like it wasn't with open hostility, but it wasn't like friendly either. Yeah, it was kind of like, why the f- did you leave me? I was me about to say that I didn't, didn't feel like it, you know. Yeah, I felt horrible because it looked like Kestrel like really was like really sad about it, and then she was just being the usual snarky self, and her daughter's like, I think you're gonna be a good influence uh, on me because I'm a murderer. Wait, and then like, to join back. Yeah, I'll I'll, ca- I'll catch Con up on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can see that. And so like they were able to like fend, and then like the guards were coming back yeah and uh like yeah peril basically slashed like one of the guards throats like caused him like smoke up in his throat and was like and then clay's like really just bad. run run <laughs> like run. just get out are we part two yeah. or part three right now part three wait no we're we're near the end of, we're near the end, yeah, of, near part the end two. of part two so. and so basically they decided to get out and like they're all reunited now away from the the Skywing Palace for, like, the first time in, like, a couple of mm-hmm. days. And, like, the, the reunion was kind of, like... Like, it wasn't with open hostility, but it wasn't, like, a warm reunion either. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, and that's when they have... The, Definitely not a warm reunion. And that's when they have the the, the plan to, like, le- leave and go find their families. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Glory said, like, uh, oh, hey, maybe Peril is the, the Wings of Sky. No, no, that wasn't was... Even looking wasn't that... Him. No, yeah, that was, it was Glory. It was yeah, Glory. Was Glory, sorry. Yeah, it was Glory. Yeah. She said, like, maybe Pearl's the Wings of Sky. Yeah, just, I think you're saying And, yes. like, she wasn't even looking at the anyone else when she said that. She was just concentrating on the butterfly somewhere and, else. Like, yeah. And then when Clay is like, oh, my God, yeah, her, like, her ears turn, like, red, like, slightly. And I was just like, oh, Yeah, because, like, she was a bit irritated when Clay agreed with that. It's just, that was a Clay moment, but a not a good Clay one. moment. It was a certified, certified Clay, Clay moment. Certified Clay moment. Certified Clay moment. And... Yeah, Peril, like, said, like, no, like, I can't do it because, like, I'm not safe from the mm-hmm. world, or the world's not safe from mm-hmm. me yet. And she decides to, like, stay in the the Sky Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, like, Kestrel was, like, she said, like, well, you guys can do whatever you want, whether you live or mm-hmm. die, I don't really care. And, like, she was basically willing to dip before, like, she saw Sunny Hurt, and then she decided to tell them, like, if they ever need her, just, like, send a message through through the jacket of jade yeah. mm-hmm. and like we will learn a little bit about where they got the eggs from is that uh tsunami's egg was from the queen's hatchery of the sea kingdom and morosir brought starflight's egg and dune found sunny's egg and in then the desert hidden webs near just the like grabbed den. glory's egg from somewhere yeah we she doesn't say where because she doesn't care yeah. about it. <laughs> like she literally just said i don't know you're not important so i feel so like it, she was so harsh too she was just like Oh, well, um, I didn't bother caring because I didn't think you'd be important to me. Yeah. Con didn't care plus back. L plus ratio plus you have fire skills. <laughs> plus didn't care. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, like, Clay knows that, like, Kestrel kind of cared about Peril enough to, like, grab her as a hatchling and get the scorch marks on her palms. It's like, thanks, I could have got- gotten the other one and survived. So, so, it was, like, a somewhat of a reunion. Like, Kestrel actually kind of offers... Uh, Peril to come with her, but Peril says, like, she's not ready yeah. yet. Mm. And so, like, she said, look, I'll come find you later. Mm. And so, like, before Kestrel leaves, she tells Clay if he's not gonna be, he's not gonna be any use of others if he can't fight and kill to defend him and to think about and then, that. And then Clay's like, she's right, and everyone's like, no, no, she's not right. And Clay's like, yeah, but she I is. I think, 
I think what's interesting, because, like, it used to be, like, about open hostility, because I think earlier they speculated that the reason that Kestra was angry is because they reminded her of her dead children at Yeah, the time. definitely. So, it kind of, like, over the course of, like, the novel, it turned to less open hostility oh. and more tough love. At least that's how I, I interpreted yeah, welcome it. Back, I'm, welcome I'm back, I'm going to hear what you guys think. Um, Someone... So, yeah, basically, after Kestra left, like, Peril decides to, like, come, like, stay behind the in the Sky Kingdom, and then they notice, like, a patrol of, like, Skywings and Sandwings in the air, so that officially makes them fugitives now. Oh, yeah? Um, yes, you are fugitives. Run. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're, like, their plan is to, like, go to the the Diamond Spray Delta, which is where Clay's family lives. Basically, yes. And they have to, like, go through the water so they can avoid being seen by this guy. Mm. So they had to cover Sunny in mud while Gloria uses her camouflage over Tsunami. Yeah, and then Clay... Clay's just swimming, right? Yeah. Yep, just keep and swimming. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. I swear just keep swimming. swimming. <laughs> I, I hope I don't get copyrighted by Disney. Oh, no. uh, just can, like, make, blur, like, white noise out, Like, nobody heard anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing at what someone put. Oh, in the uh, Lucy Lemon asks, like, after you finish, like, can I chat with you for a bit in the Aqua server VC? Well, I think at the end, maybe we will do like a little Q and A yeah. from like the audience to like answer like some questions. Um, but let's finish this up. Mm -hmm. we're, we're at part three now. All right. So basically, and part three, like, this is a kind of a scene that was kind of omitted from the graphic novel, which I was a little bit. Upset oh, about. Yeah. It's the scene where Glory seemingly left the dragon at Sedesti because she felt really unwanted when Clay said, Oh, maybe Peril might be our winter yeah, sky. I was we'll like, just toss that was devastating. To the side. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like Clay was actually willing to like abandon the entire plan of going to the Monk Kingdom and straight for the, the rainforest to find Glory. Which I feel like wow. was an important scene that the, the graphic Definitely. Novel you know, on. but they yeah. also almost a prologue. Like, come on, yeah. that was the best scene. That was, that was a really good scene, but, but anyway. We're not here to talk about, like, the graphic novel, yes, though. That's, so that's, that's yeah, a story for next time. It was Tsunami's idea to test Clay's loyalty. And Glory thought he wanted her to leave, while Tsunami said he, he didn't. Mm -hmm. So they were able to convince her to stay. Yeah. And so they they decided, like, in the morning to, like, go out to find the, the Mudwing Kingdom. Oh, no, wasn't it? Um, we finally get to. Wasn't it, like... She was hiding there invisible while, like, Tsunami was interrogating Yeah, she was him. camouflaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she felt really unwanted at that point like, in time. And then they, like, pranked her and he was like, Oh, I'm so mad at you guys, but I know that I'm not going to be tomorrow, so I'm going to go yeah. wash my face in the river. Yeah. So And now they finally reach to, like, the Mud Kingdom, and that's where they find, like, the, the, the battlefield of, like, Mudwings, Icewings, and Sandwings. Like, it was pretty graphic. I think there was, like parts of like bone and flesh that were burning off stuff. yeah it was super graphic like the the battle happened two days ago while they were still in the the sky kingdom on the fourth day mm -hmm. and like i and like tsunami asked like who do you think won and then sunny said who won nobody like this, no one this look look like a win to you tsunami's just like such a little goof but it tends no, to like, like violence they were all you know that is a certified you know, tsunami moment <laughs> no like no, like, I think that the novel actually mentions that the the sight was so bad that even Glory and Tsunami Winston and felt sick. Yeah, yeah and I like, think, I, think I don't did. think Glory lets herself so much emotion, so that would have been, like, very yeah. hard Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. No, but her her uh, mood scales don't lie, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't lie, they don't lie. They don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, um, yeah, like, it's speculated that the Mudwig sent a message to Scarlet asking for help, and, like, she didn't because she wanted to continue with no, the... No, 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 So, yeah, that was kind of lame. And they figured that in the in the Delta, like, the the queen, uh, Morhen, couldn't be there because she lives further down south in the swamps. So there would be, like, Whereas no they're, more... they're currently in the outskirts. No more jail, I guess, for now. Yeah, so... They kind of figured that, you know, like, we can't have all of us going in, so mm-hmm. Clay and the Camouflage Glory decide to go into, like, the Mud Kingdom to, like, seek out mm-hmm. Clay's family. Yeah, definitely. Right? And we find, like, a bunch of, like, Mudwing troops, like, practicing their formations where they're all, like, this is actually in a sad circular. We also see them... They also, like, hang out in, like, different various swamps that, like, kind of use, like, the mud as, like, the little resting point with, like, mm-hmm. the sun. And then we finally meet uh, Clay's mom, Cattail. Oh my goodness. Well, she was so careless. Like I could not This is where the this is where the fun begins. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Cows. Yeah. Mm, and basically cows. Yeah, basically they Clay said, Oh hey, I'm your son and Clay, and then Katya was like, Wait what? Oh yeah, I forgot. I sold that egg for some cows. <laughs> what? Yeah, she was no, at least it was two cows. cows. Yeah, and then, yeah. At least it was two cows, right? I I it was seven cows. Yeah. I think I got it, wrong. it was at least it was at least two cows, yeah. I would have said very sad moment. Asha, Asha the, the mudwing that, that died in the prologue, like, was actually Clay's aunt. Yeah. And according to, like, uh, Cattail, she was actually a way more nicer and idealistic yeah. and, like, giving it may be sad the other dragon its hope. Like, yeah, he would have been able to have, like, a mudwing person and, like, you know, had, like, she might have even been nice to Glory. Like, everything could be completely different if um, Asha had Asha probably was the the nicest out of the. I think it would be the, like the it would guardians. be like Asha, uh, Webs, Dune, Castrol. That'd be like the spectrum from like nicest to right. rudest or meanest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's kind of like a scale at this point mm-hmm. just to figure out who's yeah. on, who. Anyway, so yeah. After after that happened, like they said, you know what? There's there's nothing left for me here, and like they noticed like a sand wing coming to interrogate some mud wings. Like, oh, have you seen the dragonets? The sand wings. <laughs> Ugh, words. The words. The yeah, sandwich flying towards them. They were coming to interrogate. They were coming to interrogate some mud wings, saying like, oh, have you seen the dragonets of destiny? And that's like, you know what? We gotta leave. There's nothing left here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Clay gets stopped by one of his siblings. I think it was. Reed. Right? Yeah, it was Reed. I think so, yeah. No, 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 it was Umber. It was Umber. It was Umber. All right? What? Well, he met with Umber briefly over before uh, going yeah, to Oh, yeah, okay. Then it was probably it was Reed, Reed who, It was Reed who stopped. But it was Umber who met um, first. Clay from leaving. Yeah. And, yeah. And while they have his other siblings, uh, Sora, Pheasant, Marsh, and Umber, which is the one we talked about. And then he had Crane, I and think, like, who was revealed to have Crane, him. yeah. Can we get, like... Crane, it was... Re- died in the battle theater, so... Yeah. yeah, one of the, one of the dead mudwings earlier was probably Crane. Yeah, it was really sad. Yeah. Well... Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... It, I th- Yeah, I was like, wait, didn't that happen earlier? But then I remembered, like, Clay was thinking, oh, one of those mudwings could have been my sister. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, Lucy like, just pointed out... Our- Clay was like a day late to meet his sister. Yeah. It's yeah, really sad. Oh. It was like two days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it, if they didn't have that fight, like, I think, then he probably wouldn't have been able to see his sister. They were still, they were still prisoners. If Pear wouldn't have oh. messed it up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think it was the fourth day, yeah. Like, if they, 
If Peril didn't sell out to Scarlet, they probably would have met on the on the battlefield. Yeah. Wow. That has a whole other layer. Um, Dang. I think Reed, like, they were actually inviting Clay to come be, like, the, the big wings of his uh, siblings again. And, like, Clay thought about it for a little bit, but then he realized, like, you know what? I'm not used to, like, Budwing customs, and I have no idea how to lead a battalion. I don't want to they lead already them seem into close a, enough yeah, to Reed. He's like, I don't want to lead them into, like, a war because I've already got my family. And then they're yeah. like, oh, you can His little yeah. thoughts. And his thoughts about like not leading his family bubbles. correctly. It, I felt so bad for him. He like really didn't want anything bad to happen. You know. Yeah. He doesn't even know that he was in the fields. You know. Yeah. I mean, that was the best choice of action, really, because like. Yeah, it really was. If he stayed, like, there was a chance that more of his siblings could have died because yeah. he doesn't have like the proper mm -hmm. leadership experience yeah like they've been training for like seven war. years and he's just literally got no idea what to do and he fights like a skyway exactly yeah so that was literally his best choice of action definitely and i think before he leaves they also mentioned that like in mudwing culture like if you're like the big wings like the dragon that's born first like your first course of action like your first instinct is to help he's, the like, other help yeah help them eggs, the like egg. get out from the egg so so he wasn't attacking them and like so clay wasn't the monster that kestrel kept telling him like all those he times. was just the like, sweet guy, guy. He was just trying to help sweet boy yeah and now and then after like once they finally got back like glory and uh, sunny weren't surprised to figure that out because they figured you're not a monster mm -hmm. yeah and then, and then sort of like, like, just gets dropped off right yeah he gets dropped off by more he's, he's dropped off by daycare <laughs> doesn't he daycare <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty nutty honestly he gets like taken out for like a a solid what five ten chapters ish yeah, yeah. anyway I think, it was, I think it was ten chapters and then he just gets dropped back in and say yo guys i'm back yeah, because you like guys. say anything they're like still flying he's like what's good what's popping gamers <laughs> and they decide that like their next course of action is to head towards the sea kingdom where tsunami's family is mm -hmm. because like she was real to be royalty and then, and I think they like and then, they then did do like a little dragon pile together yeah, it was after so Starfighter was about I to talk it. more scrolls. The graphic oh, novel was art was so cute. I love it when they yeah, do like that. they they basically they dog piles <laughs> Starflight when he was about to bring more Star uh, scroll yeah. facts. And then which is really the funny. Epilogue. And then we got the the oh, funny the epilogue. Funny time. epilogue for children, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, Marosir brings. Ooh. Uh, Kestrel along with Blister to talk their like next plan, mm. right? And I gotta bring up my notes here. Jeez, I'm like really far behind. What did I write? Yeah, yeah. Kestrel, Morrissey, and Blister like gather around for a discussion, and their plan is to have the Dragonets choose Blister as the next queen. Yeah. And Morrissey also gave Starfight orders to help keep the plan in order. Mm -hmm. So, like, he was planning for them to like betray his friends like someday mm. and then like Morosir says like oh like Kestrel asks like hey why'd you bring me here and Morosir said like oh the, we said that the dragoners were in danger and Just you like, came right you away you were in danger right right yeah right then she, I hope they are yeah then That's he says awesome. like you know what you out you outlift your usefulness and then Blister slashes Kestrel's throat and then stabs her in the heart with her tail alive. barb like why did she have to go to that extent they like stabbed no, she, like, her. She, she was like she was like bleeding. Like there was blood coming out of her mouth. Like it was pretty graphic. It was pretty graphic. And then yeah. like 
Morosir just kind of nudges her body into the anyway, ocean get, from the Anyway, get, get a habitual. Literally, it was a habitual. It was like almost the exact same. <laughs> it was like... It was like the, the prologue, but in reverse. Pro, it's, it's the same thing. Prologue, epilogue. Yeah, why Why did yeah. they... Um, I was... Okay, Gosh, I don't Huey, know if I should mention this. Violent. But I'm surprised that they include that for the prologue, uh, for the epilogue, but they didn't include the original epilogue. Yeah. yeah or think, I mean, I mean, you think other way, but yeah. Prologue. Yeah. Yeah, because you think that would be important? That's like the main setup for like the entire yeah. first arc. But then they and end then, it with something. On, let's 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 finish this up. We're almost done. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, no, you're okay. Q&A, right? we're, we're we're nearly two hours in, so I figured we should probably wrap this up soon. All right, all right, all right. Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll um, do some Q and A. Basically, after that, um, Marcia then says like. Like we we need to keep the plan like in we order, and then Webs needs to be Webs needs to be dead for the plan to keep forward. And then Blister finally tells Morosir, "Give me the dragonets, and we'll both get everything we want." And that's, and that's where book, book one ends. Alrighty, um, yep. that was uh, uh yeah. Are we gonna like, massive closing thoughts on it? Yeah, like any any thoughts from like the the whole book? Uh, I, I I'll I'll start I guess. I think it was a good a good book to introduce like how the Wings of Fire is gonna be going uh, after that. It was I think it was a really good book for that. It it gets the plot pretty pretty well, and uh, all the characters uh, have been at least introduced that we need to know of, or at least like for the book, for uh, mm. number one book. Yeah, it really it really sets up for the rest of the series. It's, and it's it, just it, a theme for it, right? Yeah. It was a good like starting point and gets you hooked. Honestly, like it's it's kind of it's kind of one of the slept on books in this series. It really in my is because mm. I don't see a lot of people talking about it as much as like the others. Yeah, like it, like don't get me wrong, like it was pretty good, but like I could see why it's not like talked about as much because this is like very much early Wings of Fire. Like mm-hmm. there were still like points where I could tell like Tui was trying to like find her footing of like where she wanted to take the series because like definitely. the first arc was like a balance between like mm-hmm. idealism versus like cynicism because like you have like some people like who just completely just don't give like believe in the prophecy of like we'll do anything to sabotage while others yeah. hope for like a more idealistic future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, I think it was a it was a very good introduction for what the series has an offer, and I'm I'm glad to read it through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the only thing I think I, I wish uh, Two did something about is that Hivichir could have been a really awesome character, and I really hope he get a winglet in the future or something like that. I'm sure. Like, the, fact that really, yeah. the fact that he really like you could tell by how he's talking, like he really does believe in the prophecy, and yeah, I don't he, think it was like, fair that he like just died so early on. Honestly, I feel like yeah. he had so much potential in a way, like. He was like, I don't know how to explain it, but he just, he's like, we, I want to know more. Like, he was probably yeah, I an outcast from his I, tribe. I definitely do want to know more. Yeah, he either did it on purpose, right? Yeah. Or, um, or like, he got kicked right. out or something. I'm not sure how he got out of his tribe. Okay, uh, for the Q&A, should we, like, have, like, a, like, they want a certain person to answer it? Or, like, how should we do this? For the Q&A. I think, like, may, we'll take a look at a few questions and see, like, which ones we can answer. And... Alrighty, yeah. We'll probably just go through it. Yeah, so go ahead. if anyone has any questions, if anyone like, has any questions we'll take them now. Yeah. There you go. Just put them in event yeah. discussion. I think, like, one of the things I kind of wish, like, that happens later in the series, because, like, this is the only, like, this book alone is, like, the only notable time I I could think of where we get, like, Mudwing lore. Like, yeah, this is really only it. After, after yeah. book one, like, Mudwings are 
kind of overshadowed by everything else. Definitely. Which I, I the, only, the only book that mentions it, like, mean. at all after that is, like, maybe a little bit in book five. There was one in 14 where they mentioned the queen, like, she was present. Yeah, like, and then, like, and then there was, it's like, like, they um, just go into, like, a phase so they just don't exist or something. Like, uh, how does Peril how does eat he... black rocks? She just does. Like, ne- they like, never specify uh, how a pill. she does. Probably, like, a pill or something. You know, for all we know, she could just, like, absorb Yeah, for all we know. She just stands in front of it and it slowly disappears. Just, like, it disintegrates and she absorbs it into her life Or it's, like, coals. Like, it's some sort of, like, coal or, or, like, sandstone. No, I just imagine that she's, like, just punched it off. I I think I I was imagining her, like, just eating it, like, whole, like a pill. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like a pill? Like a pill. Well, yeah, I, I... Aren't like things bigger yeah, just in down the, the throat. Py- pyria? Mm-hmm. Like I heard yeah, that. Yeah, she probably swallow it whole. Mm-hmm. Is there a way we could have members join the VC to chat things about? We actually have an official Outclaws Discord server that will actually be promoting later, yes, and will. for more people that want to join in and get more updates about definitely, definitely. the show, and also like guest applications for future episodes. And me. <laughs> me spending all the production in like six seconds of animation <laughs> that that was painful you have no yeah. idea it's a at the time of recording like we have a relatively small community Definitely. but i'm very glad for like what it's been shaping out to be so far yeah yeah I, uh we could probably take a a few more questions before yeah, we close this more up. questions yeah because like we're nearly clocking in two hours now. Like I, I didn't yeah. expect we. Yeah, I did not expect this at all. Except like, we like talked for around 40, 40 minutes, and we were like not even halfway through part one, right? Yeah. We, yeah. Forty minutes. Uh, can you imagine like some of the the later books that have like a long page limit? Like that's Dragons of Dragons. Really, that's gonna really be long. horrible to cover, isn't it? Dragon Slayer would probably. Be oh worse. no. <laughs> that's five hundred pages. Personally, this is just an opinion. I didn't really like. Um, why Dark didn't Clay get hurt when he touched? Peril? Uh, it was it's because pr- he was born. Yeah, he has a... uh, flame scales. What did I just? He say? has. Oh my god! Yeah, he's immune to fire you, you because mean, right? he you was born I mean. from a blood red egg. Yes. I think it's less like immunity and more of like resistance. Yeah, because like, like it's like, not immunity because like, he still gets burned. Yeah, he does still get burned, but like yeah. it's not. Uh... It didn't activate until like he came into contact with the mud mm-hmm. and when he escaped from the mountain, which is something I guess we didn't cover as much because we were trying to speed yeah. things up at the time i accidentally switched to my yeah. phone well okay i think that's all the time we got for today yeah. what do you say guys all right i, I want to end this all by like i want to i want to thank the the r slash oops i i tip my mic cough book that six out, cough. Editor, please <laughs> yeah I would like to thank the the R slash Wings of Fire Discord server for allowing to promote this and premiere it live here. And I want to thank to each of the guests here, Bamir, B, Khan, and V that couldn't make it to the end. Like, I want to thank you all for joining me here because this has been a really fun time. Yeah, it was super fun yeah. to be here. I, wish, I hope I can do like some more books in the future or help This along. is great. Yeah, and I, and I, I want to thank to like the incredible Outclaw staff team that we're able to like work work hard to like get this pulled off because this has been going on for a long time and to finally have it like pay through is really amazing and i want to thank everyone of here that's listening to for tuning into us yeah you guys are really really awesome just to get to it's it's really amazing getting to share all this with you yeah i'd also like to thank Thank the staff for choosing me as a guest it was really it was a good it was an honor it was yeah thank you for having me this is this is awesome yeah thank you for having me yep
even though I got to stay for a little bit, but like this was this was genuinely like enjoyable and it was uh, like this was a great time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like the most fun I've ever had. (laughs) I've never been excited for something more. Yeah. Yeah. Believe like Wings of Fire. Wings of Fire is ten years old at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, I'm getting old. Uh (laughs) Like it's. Like it's it's really great, and I'm hopefully that more people will be able to get into the series because this is really something worth people's time. I'd yeah, say. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without that being said, be sure to join the Outcalls Discord server for updates about the show and guest applications to open up soon, and along with the chance to interact with our community. I think we all- thank you, much- yeah. thank you so much for joining us, and we hope to fly in again soon. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Make sure to check out r slash Wings of Fire Discord server. And if you have any questions or want to be part of the show, contact us at outclawspodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time on Outclaws.